Welcome to the hideout. Happy Friday to you. Give you a little news, Hefe. I forgot it's Friday. It is Friday. And a woman was attacked at her own house by a man allegedly hired to kill the woman by her ex-husband. Kind of a hitman for hire there. The man uh, hired his uh, the guy to kill her when he met him as a mopper at one of those adult video uh, booths. Oh, okay. You know what those are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The little booths where you go do your thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dirty. If I was going to uh, pay a man to kill my wife... I would blow my wad of cash on a professional. <laughs> can't, uh, can't say anything more about that. I, uh, wow. You know, this time last week I was on the Monster Cruise mm-hmm. having a fantastic time. And now you're back with me. Thinking about this stupid ass. You're back with me and I'm giving you some news. Is that what the... A triple amputee. And this is a local story. This happened over in uh, Tampa. Uh, a triple amputee was arrested on assault charges after he headbutted his wife. The lawyers uh, say the evidence against this uh, triple amputee is pretty weak. Actually, the case is hobbling to court. <laughs> What's the dance? I know we're on Real TV on Real Radio.fm. What's the dance? You never even saw Carson a day in your life, so I don't even know why you're doing that. What? I don't know what that is. I'm giving you news, and I do a little jig while I'm doing it. Don't be racist. <laughs> Another uh, kind of local, uh, a Miami man set a record by surviving 48 days in a hospital without a heart. Very impressive. <laughs> the problem is Steve Irwin was not available for comment. <laughs> So that's survive one minute. So that's what radio is going to be from now on. Anytime there's something with a heart, it's Steve Irwin jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not a joke. It really wasn't available. Uh, but people are telling me it's awkward enough hearing this bit, but watching him do it takes it to a whole another another level. I feel completely comfortable up here giving you some news. I'm going to turn around and not look at you. The big story this week, Hefe. Whitney Houston is divorcing Bobby Brown. I know everybody knows about it. It's very, very sad. But it came out today that uh, Bobby said he was thinking about getting a divorce anyway. But for the first time, Whitney beat him to the punch. <laughs> Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Hey, hey, Hefe, how you doing? Ah, uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It is I told you what was new. Friday night in the hideout. <laughs> and uh, and uh, do join us this evening. I am Hefe, that is Dubs. Be somebody. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, and you dial those numbers. Um, Chunks Carolla, executive producer, is here. Tommy Bateman, our director on the Talk and Roll Controls. Uh, C-Lane, the unpaid producer, working on, a, on some audio for us. And uh, I guess the great Gazoo Manning. 
is the person who is uh, on top of the uh, the phone board right now, mm-hmm. trying to screen all the uh, crazies out. All right, Dubs, Friday night in the hideout means the open door policy, sponsored by Taco Bell. The only show brave enough to open the doors to you every single week for the last hour of the week and have you come in and join us. So uh, come on in tonight, 10 o'clock, free entertainment. We all go out afterwards and get incredibly drunk. Uh, Mark St. Amon, our fantasy football expert. Wonderful. He will join us at 8 o'clock. So if you have fantasy football questions, it is a big weekend. Um, Mark St. Amon will answer those questions at 8. I need a lot of help this week. Pete Ox with the uh, hip-hop news update. Also, too, the greatest set on RealRadio.fm for the Miller Lite Football Final Score Challenge. Miller Lite Football Final Score Challenge. We got you qualified at a quarter past the hour the past couple of days. We took two qualifiers from RealRadio.fm. If you got qualified, go look. The game of the week this week is Atlanta versus Tampa Bay. Basically, it is Super Bowl-type squares. Uh, Super Bowl squares uh, type game, mm-hmm. and if you end up winning, you get a 12 pack of Miller Lite plus a whole lot more. So uh, do check that out on RealRadio.fm along with Real TV, HideoutHeretics.net, FullBlownAids.com, iTunes, where you can download the podcasts for free. Subscribe to the Hideout General Mixtapes. Dubs, I believe that is uh, everything right off the bat that I wanted to get to, and uh, looking forward to a whole lot of fun on this Friday night. All right. I didn't really pay attention to your monologue. You didn't? You said I can do it again for you. You said something about blowing a wad of cash. Uh, no, let's not. Um, blowing a wad of cash? Or... Well, the, the story was, the news story was, uh, a woman, uh, she, she's a, a nurse. She came home and uh, actually killed this guy with her bare hands that was waiting for her to attack her and kill her with a claw hammer. It just got uh, revealed that this guy was hired by the chick's ex ex uh, husband to kill the man. The man found uh, to kill the woman. The man found uh, the uh, hitman at a uh, at a porn shop mopping uh, the booths. Okay. So he was a booth mopper hired to kill a guy's ex wife. A spunk janitor, if mm-hmm. you will. So you're saying the hitman that had uh, knowledge that he was going to kill this woman before she got home, or as she got home. I am confused as ever. I think it is. If both of them were traveling at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, for some reason, this stupid uh, story of yours is an SAT question. Yes. The thing that I wanted to focus on, though, was I did not know that porn shops still had booths, like peep, oh, yeah. peep booths. Have you ever used one? I have stepped into one before. But you've never actually used one. No. Oh, I have. Okay, what happens in a peep booth? You pay, like, uh, usually it's four quarters you start off with. It gives you about uh, six minutes on the screen I, of what video. It, I, and then, uh, uh-huh. so the, the greatest part about it is you're in there watching this video, doing your thing, and there's a little timer counting down. So you're trying to beat the clock. Uh, the clock, the uh, thing on the wall, <laughs> and uh, it, while it's counting down, you realize, oh, I'm nowhere close, so you're reaching down towards your ankles where your pocket is, pulling out more quarters to pump into this thing. Okay. Uh, for some reason, you said you use uh, call for words during that uh, description. That you can describe. The story you can't, uh, under- you can't decipher. So- well, the story is very simple. A woman comes home, a guy's waiting to kill her. The guy waiting to kill her was hired 
by her ex-husband. The ex-husband found this guy while he was working at one of these uh, booths. Mopping up. Mopping up. Wow, man. I did, uh, I had no, <laughs> the that... booths are great because they're kind of like, uh, Hooters tables where they have like the big thing of, uh, of paper towel right there for you. <laughs> okay. Now that was uh, something I was going to ask. And I always, see, I always thought the booths, mm-hmm. that's where, cause in movies you see you put your quarters in and there's a woman who dances for you. They, there's those booths too. Those are the live show booths. Most of, uh, most of the places now, have uh, booths where, like, videos play. All right, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it's Friday, a lot of people off of work, a lot of people hating their job. Is there a worse job out there than the person who has to clean a batch booth? 407-916-1041, I've had terrible jobs in my day. But that, I mean, I, I guess you get... To uh, usually they're either at a porn shop or a strip club, mm-hmm. so I guess you get to hang out with the strippers. But I, I doubt the strippers are going to be hanging out with, with the, the guy janitor. with the mopper. Yeah, right. With the guy that yeah, exactly. Um, I couldn't imagine that there's a worse job out there though. I mean, you really take a look around. I mean, you know, there's some maybe you're you have to extract. You know, fluids from mm-hmm. animals because, you know, they need to, you know, procreate or this, that, and the other. But I, I wouldn't imagine that there is something worse. Than I that. have my eyes fixated on the Great Gazoo right now. What's happening? Well, nothing, really. I, mean, I, I see him moving at a, at a tortoise's pace. But uh, I think hideout intern may be a little worse <laughs> because he has to clean up all the crap. He has to deal with all the uh, nonsense and for some reason, all of our interns, by the end of their uh, three-month run, hate us. Yeah, I don't know why, because we give them such an opportunity. LOL. But for some reason... Um... I'm coming out. <laughs> yeah, maybe because we dupe them into saying stuff that makes them sound really weird. Yeah. The closet starves me. <laughs> I get the chance, all I right. gorge till it sickens me. All right, now I see a little... All right, uh, line one, I want to talk to you. But we're going to uh, walk you through this, because what's on the screen, we can't really say. Uh, Shallow 15? Yes. All right, you were one of these moppers. Don't say what you mopped up or anything. You were a mopper at one of these places. Yes, I was. I was, and uh, no, there is a worse job anywhere on the planet, because not only was I the one who was mopping it, I was the only one in that particular store who would do the job, because it had to be done. Now, let me ask you. Where are you in life when you decide this is the job I'm going to take and how much does it pay? This was shortly after I first moved to Florida and mm. was unemployed for about four months and couldn't so find anything else. You were just so hard up. You said, okay, I will take this job. This job, I need to pay the bill somehow. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> um, yeah. how, how much How much did it pay you? It paid me, by the time that I left, I was working, earning about seven fifty an hour. Now, what? seven fifty wow. to clean up a batch booth? Now, uh, Shell 15? Yes. I'm going to uh, introduce you to, well, I guess some of your alums. Rodder in the 407 is another man who used to clean those booths. What's up, Rodder? You there? Rotor? What's up? What you got? Well, it wasn't me, but it was an old boss. And he told me that he worked for a guy who had horses. And uh, they were male horses. 
and they had to have the semen extracted. Yes. I see. They, they were valuable semen. No, I got you. All right, thank you for the phone call. Now, here's the thing, and I didn't even talked about this. Other than cleaning up the booth, I would think something extracting from animals would be worse. But you know, you've seen the guys walking in and out, so you know who you're cleaning up after. How long would the, is the shallow still there? Yes, I'm still here. How long would your typical uh, cleanup take? Uh, well, pretty much I would have to clear everybody out, and I could tell you stories about the gentlemen in question who weren't actually using the booze back there, but were there for another purpose. Oh. Uh, but pretty much it would take me, we had 17 booths, it would take me about 45 minutes to what? clean everything. I had to mop the floors, sanitize the floors, and the screens. Of course. <laughs> Now, this is good because I want my chick to be taking notes. What products did you use? Was it regular old Windex or did you have to go uh, with much bleach? We had to, we had to use uh, water that was about 127, 120 degrees. It was like technically two degrees above boiling. Oh, wow. It should have been steam at that point and uh, oh, half a bottle of Clorox. Okay, what are you doing now in life? Uh, I currently work at one of the theme parks around here. Okay, so uh, step up then. Yes. All right, well, awesome, man. I appreciate the phone call, Shallow. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. Damn, dude. Yeah. I didn't think there was a worse job on Earth. I mean, there could be. Well, we have a couple people uh, that say they know a couple worse jobs. Mario on the 407. What do you got, Mario? Hey, guys. You know the worst job in the world is a uh, crocodile hunter. Ah, yeah, yes. Croc hunter. Uh... It's just most dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. All right, that's two Irwin jokes for the first 15 minutes. <laughs> On a two-week-old story. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's, I think it's going to have legs. Bogs hey, Gacy. Hey, guys. Uh, I had to say the most awful job be Matt Albert's pizza delivery guy. Oh, yeah, that's true, too, because that's the one you don't get any tips. Mm -hmm. Well, it equals out to be 250 if oh. you go back <laughs> both times for the $5 tip. The $5 guilt trip. Right. I forgot. Um, one time... I was using one of those booths. I should have asked Shallow about this. And my eyes wander over, and there's a hole in the side, and I just see another man in the booth next to me going nuts. What'd you whisper? Can I join in? You need any help? Hard to whisper when... Uh... Dude, I've never even... I've never... I've seen one of these before, but... You know, not bad. I've never used. It's a wide selection of videos. You just kind of scroll through, and you click the video you, you would, want. You would, you have to touch something. I would be, I would be leaving just dropping my quarters in the slot, <laughs> much less using the clicker. <laughs> Do they have hand wrong? sanitizer there? Um, yes. All right, Ho Ho Sugar Bear says worst job. Uh, Oh Rock DJ. No, it just takes the least talent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Scott says, morning show, host over at O'Rock. Again, least amount of talent. You, oh, you're confused on the topic. OJ in the 727. What's up, OJ? Not much. I got a worse job cleaning portalettes. <sighs> uh, did the... you do it? Yeah, I did. Uh, here's the only reason that I would agree with you. Because... <laughs> All right. Oh, I got 715. Uh, at one point, I, uh, you know, we're talking about these booths at these places. Mm -hmm. At one point, I used a... Uh, a porta potty for that same uh, reason. I don't want to go into it now because it's so early, but okay. Uh, you're a winner. Hold on. I'll give you a prize. Hold on. Oh, my. 
Yeah, I forgot about that. What do you got? Between the massage Did parlors, you? I find uh, those booths uh, the only option. So you use the booths too? I don't think oh, yeah. There's I'm no booth here in town, is there? Oh, yeah. There's one in Castleberry. There's one like right near me in Daytona. They're all over the place. You need to draw me a star map. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know they had them like, here. Yeah, they have them everywhere. They're all across the country. Let me tell you, and this is no, like... Shameless plug, but this is why I like the Premier Adult Factory outlet. Because mm-hmm. they don't have a booth there. Oh, I was looking for one. <laughs> it's clean, it's well lit, and, you know, it keeps out the cretins that would go to a booth who could not wait to get home. Every time I've used them, I was on cross-country trips. That's I was going to say, the only time ever I would consider that is if I was on a vacation. Yeah, we were driving cross-country. Do you mean, is that what those truck stops are? Like, that's what they're... That's yeah, that's, they why, that's why they always put them, like, right off the expressway. Like, the lion's den and those kinds of things. I swear to Christ, I, I'm just now learning something. And I know it's sad, but I'm just now learning something. Steve in the 407. What's up, Steve? Yeah, I think I got the worst job. Mm-hmm. How about this one? You got a Detroit Lions announcer. <laughs> no, that would be awful. Because then you just got to sit there and continuously describe... The most awful, hideous offense on earth. What? They're scary close to scoring 40 points last week. I hear in Detroit they'd rather call Detroit shock games, WNBA, <laughs> than the Lions games. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hope everyone has a safe weekend. Coming up, uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Now, we have a few more people on the line that want to uh, give us some bad jobs, maybe yeah. worse than the man who has to mop up at the uh, the uh, porn booths. I'm trying to think. The, the worst job I ever worked mm-hmm. was, and it wasn't even a bad job. It was a dishwasher. You know, I was a dishwasher for like two days. I've had to shake? It, no, before I got into radio. It, it, it is a bad job depending on where you're working. It can be a pretty easy job at some places and pretty clean. Sometimes it's so it's filthy. I was at a steakhouse, so it was mm. multiple plates, multiple, you know, um, cups, and it was dirty all the time. You know, a great show is that show Dirty Jobs. Have you ever seen that on, like, Discovery Channel? I've or? seen it on, like, The Guide, but I've never turned over to it. Uh, you know what? One of them was the people who have to uh, treat the sewage, like a sewage mm. literally in poop. All day long, their life. Ugh. And they have to clean off the pipes, which are, like, caked in it and the whole thing. It real That one that one would border with a batch booth cleaner, but not, not very much. You know? Let's go to Big Rock in the 407. What's up, man? Hey, guys. I got a couple of them for you. One of them, one of them would be Rosie O'Donnell's gynecologist. Uh, actually, <laughs> they, who they hired to bring in for that one was the same person yeah. who's, a, who's so actually on the bread du- uh, tarpits. Yeah, or John Madden's proctologist. All right, either one. Now, listen, you got to try to, uh, listen, you guys. All right, that's a good one. All right, where would you rather stare, Dubs, if it came down to it? Where would I, like, <laughs> you have to focus in on it like it's one of those 3D uh, posters? Um, I would have to say John Madden. <laughs> Just because there would be kind of an inkling of wondering what's going on there. <laughs> Dude, that I'm uh, sure it looks like an unclean turducken. I want to. Uh, <laughs> I want to throw up. 
Scott B in the 407. They're coming up with some good ones, though. Yeah, that guy uh, stole my thunder, but how about El Jefe's mom's got a college? Okay, what's wrong with you? Uh, how about a little respect? Wow. Actually, that's probably the same person they brought in for Rosie's. <laughs> I couldn't hear you uh, mm-hmm. with your joke on Rosie's, so uh, what was it? They bring in the same person that they have as an expert at the Liberated Tar Pits. Pterodactyl stuck and everything. Hold on. Alright, this is just for us, but uh, Simmons says the guy that has to shave down Michael Hughes' devil horns every month. <laughs> that's a good one. Round those things off. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Bong Swat Man, the 407. What do you got, Bong Swat? Yeah, I think that uh, Asian man serving on the Monster Cruise that had to unplug Matt Albert's toilet two times probably had the worst. Oh, uh, you know, there. you know what, Bong Swat Man, I uh, I got to say that one is a nasty one. When you think and think about it too, like cleaning service on a cruise mm-hmm. ship because of all of the stuff that you see go on. So occasionally you get the clogged toilet, but just even like the filth. That sometimes is left on the bed between sand and sex and all that. It does sound awful. It has to get dirty. Mm-hmm. John in the 386. What's up, Johnny? Hey, what about a fluffer for male porno? That's disgusting. <laughs> Depends on if you're a dude. I well, mean, it, gay male porn. Eh. You wouldn't mind that job? Pelvises are apart. <laughs> The hands are connected firmly. Oh, I don't know. KTV in the 321. What's up? Worst job. Worse than batch booth cleaner. You there? All right, beat it. Uh, actually, KTV had uh, noses and parlors. I thought he was going to help us out with that. Oh, really? But Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, go ahead. Hey, I was going to say, I worked in a Lockhart as a, uh, as a delivery driver in about the 5300 block, mm-hmm. and there was a massage parlor there. That, no lie, man. They'd be open until like 1 o'clock in the morning, and in the time that I worked there, they were rated three times for having, like, uh, services going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a massage parlor one. Yeah, see, yeah. now, it's not even just, we're not even just talking massage parlor. We're talking the booths. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like the massage parlors, I mean... Yeah, at least there's someone there, but you know, there's. It takes a special man to go in a booth. Oh, so what? All of a sudden, you're better yes. than the rest of us. I'm enlightened. No, there's no way. <laughs> you're crusty. That's what you are on the bottom of your feet and shirt. Wherever. Oh, you're man. You know more and more as I work with you. I realize the most just awful things. Why? That you have done and you do to people. I don't... If there is a hell. people. If there is a hell, man. <laughs> I hope there's a booth there. Pinch in the 440. I got the worst job ever. What is it? Hefe's chair from him farting in at the whole show. Can you hear those over the air? I wish I could. <laughs> All right. I can hear them in my headphones a lot of times. <laughs> no, you can't. I um. Why is this all revolving around me and my mom? Worst job. What? What? The gynecologist. I, what did I do to you guys? I'm sitting here giving you free entertainment for four hours. You got to pick on me. Mm-hmm. For the most part, and I'm the one admitting to booth runs. Yeah, and you're getting <laughs> on, and no one's touching me. No, of course not. Why would they? That's your job. <laughs> I paid good this? money for it. How about the Macy's Day uh, Parade Rope Grew? That uh, keeps Kazoo's head from falling off. <laughs> Just floating away. his big Snoopy head. 
<laughs> Charlie Brown skull. Let's, let's go to Billy D in the 407. Yeah, Billy D. Yeah, guys. Uh, how about a janitor at a donkey show? All right, here's the thing. I would actually watch a donkey show. Have you seen Clerks 2 yet? No. I can tell you now. There, at at some point, at the uh, at the end, there's a donkey show. Mm, I've heard about it. It's great. It's hilarious. That's that and the pillow pants thing are the best things about the movie. Other words, mm. James in the eight sixty three. What's up, James? Hey, um, I got the worst job of all. What's that? I was working in a slaughterhouse. All right, now what was so bad about a slaughterhouse other than the death? The smell. Ooh. Oh, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, working working in a slaughterhouse is bad, especially when you have to cut the cut the hides off the cows, mm-hmm. sack them, and then salt them. I didn't. Did you feel like, when you're working a job like that? Do you feel like you're losing a little bit of your humanity, or do you do you become like it's the Vietnam War? You lose a bit of yourself every well, time you kill a, a commie. Well, because you're. I mean, not only are you killing something, but then you're also skinning it. And I know you're doing it for a job that all of us enjoy. You know the product every single day, but did you ever like, did, or did you just grow numb to it? I, I just grew numb to it. Yes, I mean, I, I, after you get past the first day of the smell, you're okay. I wonder if that's what it's like if you're killing babies. If the first day is the toughest, and then after that, it just gets easier. Hey, pay me, pay twenty dollars an hour. I didn't care really. Yeah, sign me up then. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it doesn't seem bad at all. Chunks and Matt are also uh, looking for a job too. Simmons writes, uh, Hepe's mom, who has to clean the Vader mask every after every match. Hey, let me just type to Simmons. <laughs> Two letters. <laughs> I can guess them. Hmm. Eric in the 407. What's up, Eric? Hey, how you doing, guys? Oh, what's up? Uh, when I was in high school, a friend of mine had a part-time job cleaning up the exam rooms in a gynecologist's office. And, you know, FCC rules really can't say too much, but it was a horrible job. Uh, I the, can only imagine. Uh, yeah, I could. here's the thing about that, too, Dubs. Um, you just know what happened in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the instruments. Stirrups and the... Uh, you know what I feel bad for? You know, I've gone a couple of times to um, for my backside problems. What? And that poor girl there, <laughs> nurse's assistant or whatever she is. Who then has to scrub off all the tools. Oh. And she has to be in the room when it happens. So she sees the whole... All of it. No wonder she has a whole bunch of pimples and is red-faced all the time. I guess I would be, too. I guess that narrows it down if anyone's ever gone anyplace <laughs> before. I told you, they look like Fraggle Rock over there, that whole crew. Let's go to Anti-Man in the 407. I got the guy with the worst job in the world. Hmm. The guy who signs the checks for those two fags across the street. <laughs> All right. I love that hatred. <laughs> you imagine being the engineer across the street? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, my God, we're wasting power. Tower power on this. It's my job to keep this abortion on the air. I just let it go. How do I live with myself? Uh, it's a radio concentration camp over there. Um, People just following orders, even though they know it's wrong. Uh, how about this? Best job. The guy handing out high fives in the waiting room with the guys at the abortion clinic. Jesus. <laughs> Shock jock. And you know it's the chest bump at that point. That's how happy you are. Real Radio 104.1. One guy surrounded by like 20 girls and he has his pick of them. 
as retarded as all those girls are, he still has this pick of the like, flavor of love. And he'll be like making out with one girl while he's on a date with like three girls. <laughs> he'll like single one out, and then the next girl will come over and start making out with him like an idiot. Like, oh, he's gonna choose me after he made out with him after he made out with three other girls. Pedro says he can't live without his right hand, and that's true. Mine's on the left. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, how about random? Things guys can't live without. Strip club? Yeah, I think you need at least one strip club. One getaway like that. I got one. Remote control. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could you imagine life without the remote control and what our parents did? Imagine it, all the technology we have right now, but without the remote control. No, I can't. Uh, back then, there was only like really one thing you had to go flip around. Now, there's so many different buttons and the DVR and everything. Imagine walking up there every time you had to go skip through the commercials or every time you needed to go through that guide on that little button pad that they have on uh, on the uh, DirecTV or whatever you're using. Oh, you're flipping between two specific shows. Oh, so you have Channel to get up five. every time and hit the... Uh... Channel 5 and Channel like 75. Oh, and uh, say they don't have the uh, the actual numbers, so you have to manually That's, pump through everyone. I have a VCR at home. I can't find the remote. I do not. I moved down here and I had it, and then one day it disappeared, and it's in the main room. And anytime I record something on it, it's go, such a pain in the ass. I'll, I'll get a universal. I'll throw out. I'll throw out a piece of equipment if I don't have the remote for it. Anymore. Really? Yep. I go get a universal remote, and I keep the. Make, if you ever do get a universal remote, make sure you keep the uh, the uh, guide for it, because then you can just, you know, program in your new one. Who needs this Betamax anymore? I'm going to throw this out. I lost the remote. 407 The MILF in the 407. What's up? The MILF. Go ahead, sweetie. Hey. What's, What's up? You know, y'all talking about threesomes, like that's something new. Well, My husband gets that every weekend almost. Every single weekend. Oh, what, Labor Day, he had three women. Weekend before that, I brought three women home with me, so there was four of us. But he he, got, you know how rare you are. just got home from work. Uh, but you understand that that is not the way it always happens. You you're, are, like, you're like seeing a raptor walking around this day of, day of age. You yeah, know? you're like one out of a thousand chicks. It, you, it's just a rarity. I don't know why, because I join in. I, well, I understand that. You seem like you're cool. But, you know, the majority of guys aren't coming home to you. Oh, my God. See, the women just don't know what they're missing. Yeah, I think that's a big part. Are you uh, hot at all, or are you just kind of trashy? Am I? Yeah, are you I'm hot? the MILF. You have pictures of me. I come up there one night. Oh, remember uh, the, the one that uh, Douche Chilled Her Own? Yes. Oh, holy oh, yeah, Christ. We haven't heard from you in forever. You should come, I know. <laughs> you should come back up, sweetie. You are hot. You should come back. I got my husband with me. He's like, you call them and tell them. Oh, come on up. We have real TV now. We can abuse you uh, for everyone to see on real TV. We'll see you all in a bit. See you, sweetie. <laughs> Bye. She was hot. She yeah. was. I forgot about I think there are still pictures of her somewhere on real TV. Yeah, there are. It's like one of the first ones, I think. It's the one where Douche Childerona has put his hands Ooh. over her boobs. I, I vaguely remember that name. I don't know. I was listening back to some of the uh, podcasts. Go to iTunes, subscribe to the uh, Hideout Podcast, please. That's a little and, narcissistic. <laughs> and, well, I was doing it for uh, reasons. All right. And uh, I was listening back, and I heard Douche Childerona on there. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to say I miss the man. It was very funny having him around. He was so uncomfortable. I think it would be better now with real TV so that people could see how odd-looking he was. And he just disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know what happened to mm-hmm. him. 
Gene in the 904. What's up, Gene? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got? I just, uh, wanted to, I mean, you can't live without a guy, man. Uh, it, definitely games of skill, like shooting pool, play, playing darts. You know, I'm gonna you give know, you, uh, I'm gonna give you a prize for that one. Hold on, my friend, because I found bowling not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But like, even we'll do. We got Heretic Hoop it up tomorrow. Details on hideoutheretics.net. Um, darts, pool. Even when it comes down to something like a golden team, mm. you know? That's always a lot of fun. Yeah, you need some kind of just recreational hobby. Good, good one on that one. I'll, uh, I'll give you a prize for that one. Steven on the 352. What's up, Steven? Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, that was a good one, the pool and darts and stuff. Um, one thing i got to have, though, is Maxim. It's a great magazine. <sighs> I I don't deal with the maximum. I'd rather roll with just the internet. Yeah, one, once once you go, I I don't know if you guys are talking about pictures or uh, articles. Well, sometimes the content too. I mean, Maxim is a great magazine. But you know, after you see some of the the disgusting stuff I've looked at on the internet, and you see some hot celebrities, but they're still wearing a top or something, you just can't go back to that. So hideout roll radio one hundred four point one. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, wrapping up Hour 1 on a Friday night. Don't forget about the open door policy that comes up in just about two hours from now. A lot of the hair ticks on the way up. Most of the hair ticks uh, come up about 9, gather in the parking lot, hang out, do the thing, and then mm-hmm. uh, come in at 10 and we do the uh, studio audience thing. Yeah, it's odd. There's like a little tailgating going on beforehand. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Dubs, yesterday at about this time, we played the To Catch a Predator audio. Mm-hmm. And I have more. I'll play it for you a little bit later on tonight. But we did talk about the double standard with this Deborah LaFave, the blonde, young teacher yeah. who had sex with a 14-year-old kid. And they did both of these on the, the same network, NBC. On NBC, back-to-back. Um, and then to catch a predator. Mm-hmm. And just talked about how hypocritical it was. And I gave you a little project. Well, it, it was funny because, you know, the, it was such a fluff piece with the chick and then to catch a predator, they they attack the men and tackle them outside afterwards. Right. I mean, there's this thing where the guys are awful human beings, mm-hmm. which I they guess are. they are. But the woman, it was like, man, this poor girl, or maybe she was raped. Never mind the fact that a lot of guys who go out and do this were also molested themselves when mm-hmm. they were growing up. And, and I, I think both of them should be treated kind of like the uh, to catch a predator way. But... In the same sense, uh, I don't. I, I think that it, what she did to that young man wasn't as damaging as what some guys do to uh, the, the chicks. I'm not going to necessarily agree with you. Whatever, we have uh, different opinions. We talked about this yesterday. However, I did give you an assignment, mm-hmm. and that was to create a mash-up, if you will, of Chris uh, Hansen from To Catch a Predator on Dateline mm-hmm. interviewing Deborah Lefave. Okay. Just so that we could see the double standard. So these are actual questions from Hanson, and then responses from Lafave, who was interviewed by Matt Lauer again this past week. And just to hear, it should have sounded like this, but it didn't. Why don't you have a seat there and uh, get comfortable for that? Go ahead, sit on, please. What was your plan here today? Or what do you mean by that? Yeah, I gave it to him. Do you know it violates Georgia law? I don't think I did. You admit right here that. You could be in trouble if anybody found out. I just think it's stupid. I can't even think of any other word to describe it. 
I think it's ridiculous. What is going on in your mind? A sex offense. What do you think should happen to you? I think I should be in jail. Well, there's something else you need to know. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online. Um, but I'm not a sex offender, even though I'm labeled as that. I made a really, really, really bad choice. What would have happened if I had not been here? Um, or... Sheriff's office, get your hands up, get on the ground! That's what it should have sounded like. <laughs> that dubs, kudos to you. Thank you. That was brilliant. That is exactly what I'm saying. It should have sounded like that with Matt Lauer earlier in the week, and instead, it didn't. I tell you what, later on, probably in the 9 o'clock hour, I'll play the new Dateline to Catch a Predator stuff that we've got, and then we'll play this again, and just a little snippet from the Lauer interview. Mm -hmm. Just to hear Kid Gloves uh, from once... It Eh, poor choice of words. Uh, from one situation to the other. Fancy football questions. You got them? Hit them up next. Hour two is going to be fancy football. Hip-hop news update with our boy uh, Pete Ox. Also, we got to talk the new racial survivor. And oh, a whole, I loved it. Yeah, and a whole lot more. Uh, get them going. 407-916-1041, It's a hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. Tower 2 in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Friday night. Have a great weekend. Thanks for spending it with us. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs, this weekend, of course, all about fantasy football for the Hideout. Drunky the Bear was the loser in week one with the least amount of points. If you go to Real, uh, Radio .fm, Real Radio FM, you can see he had the fewest points in week one, so he will have to stunt from the helmet. Of pain. And um, this next go-round, we have to decide who's going to do what stunts. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, uh, check out our teams on Real, uh, Real Radio.fm. Uh, is our buddy Mark St. Amon on? Yes, he's right here. Indeed. All right. How you doing, boys? What's going on, brother? How are you? Good. Doing well. Doing well. How's it going? Line up the questions for Mark St. Amon. Last time we left a lot of people hanging, so you want to get in early as we only have a little bit of time with Mark. I uh, wrote a great book, uh, book, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Also, too, just kick it, Tales of an Underdog, Overage, Out-of-Place, Semi-Pro Football Player. That's available in stores October 17th. He's been with us for three years now, and it's great to have him on. Um, all right, Dubs, you want to start off first? Yeah, I have a couple questions for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, in my Fantasy Football League, uh, or my team, um, my defense did pretty terrible last week, which was the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep, yep. Um, I picked up the Rams for this week because they're going against San Francisco, and it sure. does look like their uh, their defense is beefed up a little bit. Who should I start this week? I, I would. That's actually a good, a good move. Um, Jacksonville is that. That was a little little bit of a, a fluke. Jacksonville is. Uh, I mean, granted, Dallas has a pretty good offense, but but Jacksonville's a pretty strong D. But Good move picking up the Rams. I think um, you know San Francisco is a good a good uh, target for them this week. So I'd start St. Louis, sure. All right, cool. Uh, also, I have uh, uh, the Broncos team quarterback or the Rams team quarterback. Who should I go with this week? Go with the Rams. Rams. I mean, uh, granted, I think Plummer will have a bounce back week uh, against Kansas City, who um, you know their defense has improved, but not that much. Mm -hmm. But uh, you you know, if there's any cure for a quarterback's ills, it's the uh, it's the Niners. Um, 
So go with the Rams. Bulger will uh, have a have a nice big weekend against those guys. So. And I have one final question uh, in the running back category. Uh, I have Ladainian Tomlinson. Of course, I'm going to start him. But uh, my second running back, I have to pick between uh, Julius Jones, Kevin Jones, um, and Ruben Drones. Ooh, that's tough. You know, of those, I would probably go probably go Julius. That's why I had in, but because yeah, uh, last Kevin. week he actually did well. Yeah, he, he um, you know, I, I had actually had him as a bench last week just because, you know, Marion Barber was, you know, seems to be a, a tuna favorite, and, uh, you know, Jacksonville is a pretty pretty stu- uh, tough run defense, but a couple of those guys were missing for Jacksonville, so Julius had a, had a pretty nice game. I would I would uh, stick with Julius because Kevin, you know, they're going up against um, uh, up against the Bears, mm-hmm. and granted, Amon Green, you know, had a lot of garbage time carries, which was which was nice uh, for Amon owners. He, he managed to get 110 yards against the Bears, but... Uh, Detroit at Chicago. It's not a good recipe for Jones. I mean, he he he, he got his uh, his points last week in the passing game, but other than that, he was 14 carries for I think 30 uh, 30 something yards. Yeah, it's pathetic. And then Jones, uh, the, the Cleveland. If you watched any of that Cleveland Saints game, uh, the the uh, Browns running game just couldn't get anything going. Mm-hmm. Against Cincinnati at Cincinnati is going to be a little rough. So go with Julius. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. And if you have questions for Mark Sandman, our fantasy football expert, we have Rob in the three two one. You want to? Yeah, let's go ahead. All right, Rob. What's your question for Mark Sandman? Hey, uh, Mark. I got a couple uh, options. I wanted to have uh, you weigh out for me. I have um, Steve McNair on, on my team as yep. well as Ben Roethlisberger. Now, I also have him paired up with Willie Parker as a running back, and I have Derek Mason as a receiver. So who would you start in uh, in this weekend's um, Of the, the, the quarterbacks, I would go McNair. Um, you know, Roethlisberger, it's going to be his first start. It's at Jacksonville Monday night. You know Jacksonville is going to be really, really jazzed up for that game. Um, and Baltimore, it doesn't get any better than Oakland. Oakland is an absolute mess right now. Uh, they, they can't stop anyone. They can't score on anyone. And... Um, Baltimore has another uh, another nice matchup this week. Um, you know, you, you saw what they did to a, a pretty tough defense in Tampa. Um, yeah. So you got to go with McNair. And then, uh, are you asking between Willie and Mason? Is it like a flex kind of thing? No, no, or? no. I just wanted to let you know who I had him paired up with, so I could double up on my points. Who would make the better matchup? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, the the, the sort of du- the double dipping thing is is for for me personally, it's never a big consideration because you know it can be feast or famine. So I wouldn't worry too much about uh, pairing the you know the right guy with the right guy. Um, in this case, though, I do think uh, that Mason's going to have a good, good game. I think Willie's going to be. Uh, I don't think he's going to get the yardage he got against um, against Miami because you know not, not that Najee Davenport is the second coming of Bettis, but they are going to give him a shot at that role, and he could steal a goal line carry or two from Willie. Um, but I, I think Mason has a nice game. It's Baltimore's home opener, and they got, like I said, they got Oakland, and it's gonna. I think McNair and Mason are gonna hook up a couple times. So, all right, thank nice. you. All right, uh, Mark Sandalon here in the Hideout Real Radio One Hundred Four Point One. For those of you that don't know, the Hideout has its own fantasy football league. You can see that on RealRadio.fm. Yeah, what's the punishment? Uh, let's. Well, we had a whole bunch of them. We haven't decided what we got this week. Dubs will dig through that. In the meantime, I'm gonna go over my team, Team Hefe. My quarterbacks were awful last week. Uh, both Dante Culpepper and Jake Delome. Oh yeah. Culpepper against Buffalo. Delome against Minnesota. Where you go? Uh, go, go to Culpepper. Okay. Um, that's you know he, he did he did look pretty. He actually looked okay at the start and then got more erratic as the game went on. He was underthrowing and conditioning. I almost say that's a conditioning thing more than anything else. Maybe I mean yeah conditioning and it's still you know his first game action. Uh, he's probably still a little a little wary of the knee, but. Um, 
you know, home against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo actually looked pretty fired up against the Pats in the first quarter, and then, then they just crumbled. Uh, they, they have a, a, a pretty good D, but they lost. They just lost Troy Vincent. Takeo Spikes could be out. Nice. Um, go with Dante because it doesn't look like Steve Smith's going to play. All right, as I, of now. I'm uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm taking. Uh, oh, that's the other thing too. So I, I have Steve Smith, and he's just rotting away on my bench. Steve uh, Sean Alexander just sucked last week. Oh, it's the, that Lions D. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It was a combination of the Lions D and I, the, uh, the, the Seahawks line couldn't couldn't get anything going. But the Lions have actually a pretty underrated D. They uh, they stuffed them. But, you know, that's what I was going to say, say to the, at the start here is, you know, week one, it's not time to panic. All the guys who you drafted earlier that didn't perform last week, like Carson, Chad Johnson, Sean Alexander, Torrey Holt, all these guys, uh, Reggie Wayne, Moss. all these guys are going to bounce back this week because of their matchups. I mean, Arizona's, uh, Seattle's got Arizona. Um, you know that's that's gonna be a nice matchup for for Alexander. He bounces back this week. Okay, again, I got Rudy Johnson. My wife, my I got Seahawks D against Arizona. That could yeah. be iffy, but they're the only ones I got. Yeah. I um I have Vanderjack. He didn't play last week. I guess he's slated to, but I went ahead and picked up Robbie Gold. Uh, yeah. You, you know what? You you could do a lot worse than Gould because um, you know I I think it's it's uh it's not bound to be a real high scoring game Chicago, against Detroit. Detroit and. Uh, you know, I, I would start him over over Vanderjet, and yeah, like you said, he's going to be active, I think. But you never know what's going to happen with him. So. All right, here was my big question when it comes to wide receiver. Right, Reggie Wayne sticking with him. They're at Houston. Terry Glenn against the Skins. I'll go with Javon Walker or Algie Crumpler. Hmm. You know what? I would actually or Kevin Curtis. Yeah, I'd, I would. I would roll the dice with Javon Walker. Okay. Um, I know that KC has an iffy defense. They can't tackle. Yeah, exactly, and and um, you know it's, it's a home opener a mile high, and and maybe I'm put a, put, I put a little too much stock into the home openers, but you know how teams get all fired up. For mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, I, I think I think Plummer and the, the Broncos really bounced back this week because you know Plummer really managed his interceptions last year. He was you know he was a mess his first couple of years, and he only threw seven last year. Um, but that that you know the, that that is a, a testament to how uh, Jim Fossil's really um, improved the the Rams defense. He had he had Plummer guessing all day. Forced him into those three picks. Actually, could have been four picks. Um, but still, I, th- I think Walker has a good, uh, a nice home opener. I'd, I'd, I'd go with the, the higher upside with uh, with Javon. All right, there's Team Half Bay. It's uh, Real Radio 104.1. Our boy uh, Mark Saint You got to get the book. Uh, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Fantastic. Yeah. And he's with us. Uh, he's with us every year now. Uh, year three. Yeah. Let's uh, go with EJ from the U. You have a question? What do you got, EJ? Yeah, I got three running backs, and two of them look like they're in bad position. I got Portis, Cadillac Williams, and Corey Dillon. Who do I start the two? Uh, two of them? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, which two? Oh, which two? Definitely Dillon. I think, uh, I think Dillon makes a great start this week. Granted, you know, Maroney got some carries last week, but, um, you know, Dylan will definitely get a couple touchdown plunges, um, and he's, he's, he's looked, he looked good with the carries he got last week. Um, the other ones, you know what? It, it, Portis looks like he's he's. Uh, I heard today he was out, and then he's questionable, and he's out. You know, I, I would say Cadillac over Portis. If uh, it depends when you have to get your lineup in, but um, if you gotta make a decision by Sunday and you know uh, by Sunday night, you can't wait. I, w- I would uh, go Cadillac and Dylan, and not take the risk at Portis. He could, you know, he could do what he did last week and come in and get ten carries and maybe a touchdown, but. It's it's a little less risk with Cadillac, even though he's a little banged up. He doesn't sound as banged up as Portis. Uh, so definitely Dylan, and I would say uh, Cadillac. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 
Um, Pedro wants to know if he should start the Wilson High School football defense <laughs> or stick with Green Bay. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think, actually, if I could pick up Wilson High over my Tampa D.I.N. last week, I, I probably would have done that. I want to play this audio for uh, in a second. We'll get some more calls in there right. if Bateman asks something. I want to pull up the audio, though, from yesterday in the Coach Pep Talk. Do you want to go first, uh, Bateman? Yeah, screw the guy on hold. Um, <laughs> Matt, uh, for my <laughs> running backs... Here at Real Radio. There you go. <laughs> for my running backs, I have Ronnie Brown who I'm definitely starting this week. Yep. Second running back choices, I have no idea who to choose. Thomas Jones uh, from Chicago versus Detroit. Lamont Jordan, who sucked completely last week, and I should probably just drop him, but I'm afraid he'll do well if I do. Don't drop him. Fred Taylor from Jacksonville or Amon Green mentioned earlier. Yeah, you know, I would actually go, of those guys, I would go Amon Green, believe it or not. Um you know, the, yeah, the Saints took out the Browns last week, but, uh, you know, they they are not, uh, you know, you saw what Amon did against the, the, the Bears, and, he's, you know, he's really shown his, 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 he's got his burst back, it looks like, and, and it also looks like he's going to be, uh, be a factor in the passing game, too, until they get Marinci up to speed, who's like their new third down back, so, uh, I would go Amon Green, yeah, a, a close second, Thomas Jones, I think he has a nice game against Detroit, he didn't do... A lot with his carries uh, last week, but he got you know the lion's share of the carries. You're right about Jordan. I wouldn't start him this week. It, it's it's sounds... kill him if I saw him. Yeah, it, it sounds... <laughs> yeah. You, you... Son of a bitch is actually screaming at the TV. You're running the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, it's like Aaron Brooks throwing backwards. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, but do not, do not, do not drop him. That goes for Randy Moss too because they have a bye week, and then after that their schedule gets gets pretty easy. Because remember, I mean, they've started with. Uh, San Diego and Baltimore, so two pretty tough teams. Uh, in fact, I think Moss and Jordan are two guys that are in that nice buy low category. That if you can find the, the, the Jordan or Moss owner in your league and make a really, you know, make a semi-respectable offer, they might be frustrated enough to get rid of them. So hold on to Jordan. All right. But uh-huh. week, I, I, I think uh, definitely with Moss, I'd be looking at trades. Uh-huh. That again? I, I have Moss, and I'm definitely looking at trades. All right, yeah. I'm interested actually. Take a look, see who you want. All right. Yeah, I think he's a, a buy-low guy, him and, him and Lamont. 407-916-1041. And I also want to ask real quick about my wide receivers. I have Terrell Owens, who, of course, I'll keep in. Um, I just don't know who to start. Donald Driver, Lavernius Coles, Daryl Jackson, or Lee Evans. I have two spots to fill. I would uh, probably go with... Uh, who was the first one before Jackson? Um, let's see. Donald Driver, Lavernius Coles... Uh, Daryl Jackson and Lee Evans. I'd say it's, it's really close between Driver and Jackson. I would probably say Jackson. Um, simply, I think because you know Seattle's going to get back in sync this week. They're playing the Cardinals. Um, you know, the good thing about the Cardinals is their defense is just bad enough you can score on them, but their offense is just good enough that uh, it keeps you throwing. Not just good enough. They're a pretty powerful offense. So, you know, Seattle's going to have to to keep up with them. Um, you know, those, those NFC West games always turn into in, into shootouts. So. I would probably opt for Jackson just because you never know what, what kind of game Favre's going to throw up. and uh, um, I'd, I'd go with Jackson. Okay, thank you. Yeah. All right, let's go to uh, Simmons. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Simmons? <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh-huh. Um, I have a question for my crappy team. Who do I start running back-wise and wide receivers, but first running backs? Edron James, Brian Westbrook, uh, Jamal Lewis, or Warwick Dunn? Uh, I would go, Jam- well, let's see, you threw, you threw work down in there, that's interesting. I would say definitely edge. Um, is, is it, uh, do you get points per reception? Uh, yeah. You do? All right. Shit, that's, uh, hmm. 
and you can only start two. That's you got some good running backs there because Dunn Dunn is solid. You know, I, I would probably though have to play it safe and say uh, Lewis and Edge. Um, uh-huh. You know, there's been some talk of people saying possibly sit Edge this week, but you know, because he didn't look great last week, but you know he's going to get a touchdown or two. And I think Lewis, you know, they're playing Oakland. It's going to be a, they're going to be sort of run out the clock all day after scoring early. So um, it, this is a tough one for me because I, I, I will say Lewis and Edge, but you know, I'd feel just as happy starting uh, work done because he's, you know, they're at home on the turf and and you know he can break those long ones, especially against Tampa. He's always fired up against Tampa. So okay, uh, okay. Uh, Mark, uh, time for the crap. Here's my receivers. Uh, Chris Chambers, Rod Smith. I can only start three. Chris Chambers, Rod Smith, Eric Moulds, Roy Williams, the Iranian Terror, TJ Hushmanzada, and Tony Gonzalez. Good Lord. <laughs> I know. You always got to like that. You got some choices. Well, I mean, you know, I wouldn't call that crap because I would say definitely Chambers because, uh, you know, granted, he and Dante didn't hook up the first week, but. He was targeted, I think, 14 times. So Dante. Yeah, and he dropped every single one of them, the son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Um, But uh, yeah, I would say Chambers, and uh, let's see. You know, I would wait on Roy Williams until you see what's going on with that offense, especially against Chicago. Um, Gonzalez is interesting because, you know, Damon Heward's there, and, you know, he's not going to remind anyone of Peyton anytime soon. But he did target Gonzalez, I think, you know, 10, 11 times. Like the, after uh, Green was knocked into into next week, so uh, sure. let's see, let's see, let's see. Definitely Chambers, and your other ones are what you said: Rod Smith, Gonzalez, Rod Smith, uh, Rod Smith oh, and Eric Mould, and Hoosh. Yeah, Hoosh. Hoosh. Yeah, you know what? I mean, this, this this may sound crazy, but I think the safest out of those bunch is uh, that bunch is, is Mould, because you know, really? you know, oh you know, you know they're going to have to uh, play catch up with the Colts all day. Gonzalez has risk because of Heward. I think Hoosh has risk because his heel. Um, you want me to start, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt would have to I want stop. your team to continue to be crap. Start Eric Mould. Helmet <laughs> of pain. I hate you. All right. Thank you, <laughs> like Simmons. Week, we'll see you in 45 minutes. Uh, Dubs, you think that's it? That'll do it tonight? For I the, think uh, so. All right. Um, let, me, uh, let me play for... For our buddy Mark Sanamont, real fast. Um, yeah, ju- last night we uh, we played this uh, this audio of a high school coach from Wilson High School going nuts on his uh, on his uh, uh, players. Nice. Hideout download. Right here, right there. My God damn it! What are we gonna do tonight? Do we have any pride? You have it now. <laughs> Is that Wilson football? <laughs> Is that what we put sacrifice our life for? To go out there and embarrass our program? That should be enough to tell you we've got to go out tonight and we've got to take it to Hempfield and make him pay for the embarrassment that we suffered last week. Do you have any pride? Danny? Do you, Danny? Hi, Danny! Do you have pride, Danny? Huh? Go out there and play for yourself right now. 
and show the people in the Wilson School District <laughs> what our football team is made of and what we work so hard for. Let's show them what kind of pride we got. We're back in Lancaster County, and they're not going to forget now. Now let's go get these guys tonight. Can you believe it? All for high school football. Good Lord, it's like... like it's We're back in Lancaster Chino. County. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Dubs, do you have some of the uh, stunts that are yes, possibilities I do. from the helmet? Helmet of pain. Okay, here's uh, some of the stunts that are in the helmet of pain. Belly darts, where you draw a nice little uh, thing on your belly, and then you uh, get darts thrown on them. Um, six inches in the can, which is a big can of chum, and you stick your face six inches in it for 30 seconds. Um, barefoot bar mat shot where uh, Drunky the Bear has his bear costume. We put a bar mat shot in it, which is basically all the leftover alcohol from that night uh, that's been just running in the uh, bar mat, and we put it into the uh, Drunky's barefoot and drink it. Well, yeah, we also add milk and hot sauce to that. Oh, one, yeah, too. milk and hot sauce into that one as well. Uh, n- uh, nad shot, self-inflicted, <laughs> so you have to uh, hit yourself. That's an oldie but goodie. Yep. Uh, baby gator earrings. Oh, yeah. And nose ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheese, which is <laughs> where you stick a big hunk of, uh, like a big chunk of cheese in between the back area and let it melt, and then you have to eat it. Uh, the toilet seat junk drop, which is where you uh, rest your stuff uh, on the bowl and you drop the toilet seat. Um, Again, this is if you get the fewest points at the end of the Fantasy Football Weekend, and if you're in the Hideout Fantasy Football League on RealRadio.fm, you can watch it as it goes live. And yeah, i got to say, the, the description of six inches in the can <laughs> could have been much worse. <laughs> yeah. And uh, rip off your baby toenail. There's no snappy name for that one. No. It's just ripping off your baby toenail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Mark St. Amon, go get the book, Committed Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. We do it every Friday at 8. So you can get your questions in for setting your lineup for this weekend. Thank you, Mark. Ain't no problem, guys. Talk to you next week. All right, we'll talk to you, buddy. Love that guy. Do you want to pick ours right now for this weekend? (laughs) Oh, man, I'd rather not. Okay. Helmet of pain. All right, right, Dubs is ripping them all up. He's put them into the helmet, which is really just a hideout hat, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Helmet of pain. Any of them you guys don't want? Baby toe, Tommy wants us to break. That he doesn't want us to read him. No, we have a long commercial break. No, we don't. It's only two minutes. Sink through it. Mm. Oh yeah. So, do you want to know what it is? Yeah, of course I want to know what it is. Toilet seat junk drop. No. <laughs> Helmet so, of pain. If you uh, lose, oh, oh, oh no! If any of us lose this week. The loser will be resting their their stuff on the toilet bowl and dropping the seat right on it. Oh, my God, dude. What the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> Helmet of pain. And that's why we spend so long with Mark St. Amont, because it is so important to us. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Back in the Hideout World Radio 104.1. About to get the P-Docs and the hip-hop update, but really quickly... 
We just found out the helmet of pain stunt for this upcoming weekend in the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Those of you new to the show, we stunt mm-hmm. whoever has the fewest fantasy football points at the end of the weekend on the show, including Drunky the Bear. He lost the first weekend. Has to do a stunt from the helmet of pain. Helmet of pain. Which is a whole bunch of stunts that were just listed off like five minutes ago. The one that was pulled for this week was the toilet seat junk drop, um, where... I guess you rest yourself on the bowl, and you drop the toilet seat on yourself. Dubs and I just went to the restroom to test out the toilets here. I'm out. I'm no, quitting the league. No, you can't. This is in- and then you after, can't quit. After we watched that happen, and then went and like used the restroom, and you know we're something. You know, yeah. yeah. It, it's all like you could, you couldn't imagine, dude. We could pop one. <laughs> I'm not lying. Like a grape. It's happened to people I knew growing up. He had to get it removed because it exploded. Like a oh. grape, man. I'm, I'm done. You Helmet can't. of pain. I'm out. You signed up for this league. You got to stay the long haul. I quit the show. You can't. We're contracted. I'll move up to Kalamazoo and do nights with Shafee. <laughs> I'm with that. I'd rather get my... my... <laughs> I almost swore there. <laughs> oh, my God. Chunks, do we have you? Yeah. Are All you right. are you in the middle t- stall? Yeah, I didn't know you guys ran in, but I decided to run in uh, and kind of test it out myself. And uh, yeah, it's bad. I did it <laughs> once off the break when you guys were in break, mm-hmm. and the echo in here was horrible. All right, all right. Put a, do the middle stall and then drop it. And this is what it. I don't think we can do this. I don't think Clear Channel is going to let us. Or at least that's what, I'm, that's what I'm asking Catherine. <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> Just count three, two, ready, set, mo, and then drop it. Ready, set, mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention the <laughs> What? Uh, I was standing up when I did it. Get closer to the ball. Yeah, get close. Get on your knees in the stall like usual. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get like a Doppler effect. And then do it one more time. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Gunshot! Helmet of pain. <laughs> Look at you all happy over there. It's gonna be so funny, dude. I'll bow out. I'm not you can't. lying. I'm gonna. You can't. I have to. You can't. Let's get the anti-babe girls to come in here and spank me instead. No. Oh, holy Christ! All right, let's move on. Let's. Uh, thank you, chunks. Appreciate it. Uh, let's let's do the uh, hip hop update with our boy P It's time for Sway with the Hideout Hip Hop Report. It's not Sway. Who is it then? Yes, yes, yes. It feels good to be back. Hey, let me tell you this too, P Did you uh did you know you were getting involved with the Hideout when you uh you just hear what we're gonna do in the Helmet of Pain? Helmet. Of pain. Hey, the helmet of pain sounds pretty crazy. I'm I'm pretty good with the fantasy football picks, but then I you're in. I don't think I'm good enough you're to participate o- in this uh, contest. You're taking here, over for Team Hefe. <laughs> Why do we not get Pedox in since he's a regular now? I don't know. Well, you know what we should have done? <laughs> we should have had a guests category with like Pedox and Pedro. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the regulars who like to come in and have them have their own team so that if they lose, they would have to stunt oh. next year. Um, All right, I'm with that. Next year. next year. We don't get fired for someone 
having their nut explode. Uh, all right, P-Docs, what's our hip-hop news update? What do you got? And then we'll talk this racial survivor, too. I want your take on it as well. Not a problem. First off, thank you, Tommy Bateman, for the intro. Hall of Fame records for the track. You know, we had a little bit of a break there. You were on the cruise on the luxury ocean liner doing your thing. It was almost, it was so much fun. Well, let me clear the air. I got a lot of phone calls. People listening to the show last Friday didn't hear the hip-hop update. Hit me up on a text message, calling me on the phone, asking me, are we still doing the hip-hop update on Fridays? So let's clear the air. Yes, we are still here. Absolutely, just not when we're on vacation. Or you can come in and do it on your own. Yeah, But it may not be as fun. (laughs) It may not be as fun without us here to uh, not understand. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) To be white. (laughs) Or Latino. And and as always, we have first-time listeners. Big shout to my man, JR, my man, Mr. Costa, MySpace manager, Patrick 13, doing the thing. And one continue with English at any time. Oh, <laughs> That's all right. On. You understand. You understand. It's your, your hip-hop dictionary is right there on the table. <laughs> all right. What do we got, P-Docs? All right. Now, you guys are familiar with this celebrity fit club thing that's happening on VH1. Yeah, I am not watching it this season, but who's on? Well, they have Bone Crusher. Pretty okay. much yeah, I the do. most impressive person on there. I haven't really got into it in seasons past, but this season has got my interest a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to tell you, you may know him from his uh, very popular single, Never Scared. He's actually throwing his hat in. There it is. Exactly. That's why I like Bateman. Do you think? He's actually throwing his hat into the heavy metal arena. Really? And coming out with a heavy metal rock group called Onslaught. I would like to hear that. I think that would actually be good. That'd be very good. Actually, you know what's funny? I do like this song a lot. Yes. Uh, I think he'd be good at that. He has a voice for it. I think now we can announce the hideout happy hour. Oh, yes. Uh, it begins next Friday at the Matador. Nice. We're going to be at the Matador Fridays from 5 to 8, and we're going to have rock and hip-hop music. Nice. Uh, to set the ambiance, there's like two-for-one wells, two-for-one domestics, 250 imports, uh, Matador on Pine Street. This is going to be every Friday from now on from 5 to 8, and we'll be out there drinking before the show, come up, do the show, plastered, sober up, and then go back and drink nice. afterwards. <laughs> that's beautiful. Wonderful. So, um, that's Way very cool. to stretch out the night. Yeah. I like that. I like it a lot, actually. We'll be obliterated on Fridays. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this sounds like it could be something pretty good. Let me know when. Uh, and this is one that I want to throw on the iPod, take over to the Matador, and we're out this there. This is a on, good one, right? On Fridays, yeah. And he's coming out with another hip-hop album also in January. It's going to be called Planet Crusher. All right. Very so good. that should be a good one also. So Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. What else you got for us, P-Docs? Now, I know you're a big Public Enemy fan. Yes, absolutely. That is correct. So are you a big Flavor Flay fan? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, just by his association, but I never watched Flavor of Love you or never anything watched like it? that. Yeah. Well, for the first time in what I'd call 20 years of knowing about Public Enemy, Flavor, Flavor Flav is finally dropping his own solo album. His first album is wow. going to be debuting here soon. Uh, I, I, I don't know if that will be any good you don't think it'll be good no yeah i'm gonna tend to say probably not because the tracks on the public enemy albums which are you know they're great but they're kind of the gimmick tracks Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it just seems like it's going to be a gimmick album well he said on this one he's actually going to get a lot of stuff off his chest that he's been festering for the last few decades and he's going to be doing some singing along with some rap and so <laughs> singing. Let's see singing. It. <laughs> I hope flavor, flavor. I hope there are a lot of people on there uh, guest uh, rapping with him or guest, uh, you know, throwing singing, it down. anything. Yeah. <laughs> so he he's best at just kind of you know yelling in the background. Exactly. That's cool. <laughs>
<laughs> well, you know, you guys had the Madden tournament a little while ago. Yeah, absolutely, we did uh, Madden. Dubs, you still playing Madden? Yes, I am. Uh, on J- on uh, Xbox Live. Xbox Live 360. It's J space Dubs D U B S space hideout. If you yep. want to add them as, your, I guess you can add friends on. You can there. add me as a friend, and uh, if you see me on there, hit me up. We'll play a game. And uh, Phil Fraser, producer Madden, very good to the show, uh, friend of the show. That well, guess what? Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have another tournament. Why, Why is that? that? PlayStation is coming out with a B-boy game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is that? What this is, it's actually based off of the UK battles that take place once a year over in Europe, and it's B-girls and B-boys that actually have breakdancing competitions. <laughs> so what they're going to be doing on the game is you're going to build your own breakdancer, and you're going to battle rival crews. All right, so it's like, like, you, uh, like you got uh, served. You got served, yeah. Are you serious? I'm absolutely serious. PlayStation said he's very gonna, happy to hook up with the hip-hop culture on this one. Are they going to do it like with the power pad style where you're actually doing it like a DDR? Actually, I think it's going to be somewhat like fight, uh, the fight, the what is it, the Vendetta Def Jam fight. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like fight for New yeah. York, I believe it's called. Uh, it's going to be something like that, so I don't think it's power pads involved. But you got to do like the buttons and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Have you ever been on like Rocky's Replay or something and see these kids? On the DDRs? On the DDRs. They're go- sweating. Going nuts. <laughs> it, it, it's like... Like they're on crack. Well, it's funny because a lot of fat kids use that now as their exercise. Like, mm-hmm. that's their cardio. Getting it, Honestly, it's not bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like the new, like, some kid lost 60 pounds before or something. It's uh, this DDR diet. Uh, what else you got for us in the hip-hop update All over right, there? We're going to keep it moving. It wouldn't be a hip-hop segment if we didn't talk about everybody's favorite rapper, 50 Cent, mm-hmm. who's back in the news, as mm-hmm. always, has been arrested in Manhattan for bad driving. Are you a rebel? <laughs> uh, I know. That's a thug right there. That's, uh, yeah, making yourself different in Manhattan yeah. of all things. Well, he was actually arrested and issued four citations for driving his Lamborghini erratically. And he didn't have uh, insurance or the uh, proper paperwork for it. Exactly. Yeah, I had a way to bring right. the stereo or, or license plates. Yeah. No but license plates. But yeah. that's okay. <laughs> what? If you, if you spend $300,000, let the man foster's car a little bit. Oh, my. I didn't realize he didn't even have license and plates. And I guess everybody surrounded him by... Uh, chanting while he's being arrested like uh, like bull. Are, if you were going to be, uh, if you're going to buy a $300,000 car. You'd think you'd get legal. Wouldn't you throw in the extra, what is it, two, three grand for the tax title and license or whatever? <laughs> tax on. Yeah, but all right, whatever. He's 50 cent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have that much money to buy that car, you'd be able to pay the taxes on it. He's got his own uh, video game, for goodness sake, and mm-hmm. that movie they did awful. And the water, vitamin water. Yeah, oh, vitamin water? What? You didn't know that? No. We've been drinking like gallons of vitamin water in this place for months now. It's 50 cent vitamin water? 50 cent endorsed vitamin water. All right, go give me some It's not of that. 50 cent, though. It's not like the little hugs you used to uh, get in the hood. All right. <laughs> all right oh, last... hugs. I forgot about those. those? <laughs> <laughs> little barrel. Yeah, yeah, we put the little hole in the top and mm. squeeze them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, last but not least, 50 Cent's rival, The Game, is coming out with the Hurricane 2, which is his second sneaker. With it, it, of course, he's in collaboration with Skechers, as you may already know. Dubs, yeah. you and I need to get together and put out a hideout show. I think so. Like, go to uh, Walmart and get those zebras <laughs> mm-hmm. and just write hideout what on the side of everyone <laughs> so that when people open it up, oh, there. This hideout endorsed zebra sneaker from Walmart. Well, see, the only reason this story is actually yeah, free zebra important, cake with it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. You can oh, get yeah. the zebra cake. Make sure they have Velcro straps, though. It won't work mm-hmm. unless it's Velcro. Right? <laughs> the, only, like the pro wings they used to wear. <laughs> the only reason this story is actually important because our game came out with his first shoe in 2004 and actually increased Skechers sales 90%. 
helping them surpass the billion mark for the first time since the company was founded in 1992. So I guess the hip-hop uh, endorsement does work a little bit. All right, well, there it is. Um, there's the uh, hip-hop news update. Now, P-Docs, did you get the chance to watch Survivor last night? I did not see Survivor last night. I was I, out in an event. Yeah, Survivor is uh, segregated into four groups, the Whites, the Blacks, the Mexicans, are mm. Latinos, and the Asians. Okay. And I'm I'm putting all my money on the Asians. <laughs> well, all of it. they did last night, Dubs, win the very first uh, immunity challenge and got first place uh, in the whole thing. <clears throat> Actually, um, they got this weirdo cowboy on there. He's like this hippie yeah. Vietnamese guy. That manages a uh, nail salon. Does he really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't even he, see that he part. You didn't see that on his, uh, on his thing? Breaking all the stereotypes right there. Here he is talking about why people underestimate the Asians on uh, Survivor. Hideout download. Hideout download. It's not about how the Hulk tribe is actually an advantage. We fly under the radar. Like sparrows. Nobody suspect these little people with slanted eyes to see anything or to be strong enough to do anything or maybe... Don't even speak English. Uh, people always underestimate the Asian. Not me, buddy. I'm picking you guys good all the way. I, I honestly think they will, too. Uh, now, it's funny because uh, those of you who are heretics, and sometimes you see him around town, he's annoying. There's this heretic called Not Hefe, mm-hmm. and it turns out the Hispanics have their own version of him, and here he is. He just won't shut his mouth as they're paddling on their way from the boat over to the island. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is half backwards. Like our parents got on a rock, at least my parents did, and piled away away from an island just so I could have a good life. And here I am paddling back to an island. Where are you from? Where are your parents from? Uh, Dominican Republic. When the tribes were divided, I thought, what an advantage for Hispanics. The Hispanics all come from Caribbean or, or South American backgrounds to where we're used to being in this tropical setting. <laughs> So just because we're used to being on an island, we're gonna mm. win. Is hey, a DJ booth for me here, Pedro. <laughs> I'll be, build me a tiki one. Uh, Pedro says the Latino group was essentially the white group. That it was a bad Hispanic representation. So he's pulling for the Asians. You know, I I looked at the the Hispanic group once and I thought it was the white group. They didn't look the part. <sighs> what do you mean? Work out here. They they looked white. And they like also how? American. <laughs> I, I had blue eyes. I do wish... Yeah, one of the guys did look like he was a white guy, the volleyball guy. Mm-hmm. I do wish that they had gone a li- little more East L.A., you know, South Texas, than what they ended up doing. Uh, I do have a disappointment in that. But I think that the Latino group is going to end up doing very well. Um, what stereotypes did you notice this week in Survivor? Well, the one thing, and I don't know if you have it in the clips, but the uh, black group, they uh, they addressed the not knowing how to swim. Uh, I got uh, that stereotype. I actually they said they were going to prove that they can swim. I actually have that's, that one. That's the goal. I got that one right here. Hideout download. I believe we all feel the pressure to represent, and that just means it's it's just being able to represent us, our people, the African American culture. It makes me feel like because we are divided by race, now we have to step up to the plate and show that, yes, black people do swim. <laughs> yes, black people do know how to get on a boat and paddle. 
I mean, <laughs> we don't just run track. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, is that oh, is that what sealed the deal for you, Dubs, as yes, far as the that, show goes? As far as me loving it, yes. Now, one of the other maybe stereotypes was the black guy who kept needing breaks. Like, he he would build... The, and, and, and the he other, wouldn't even get anything built. He would not, yeah, he's like, I need a... And that was his I'm thing. Tired. He just kept yelling, I need a break. And you could see where the other the other people in his, you know, in his group... Tribe, yeah. We're upset. Don't be racist. Uh, oh, we are right. Survivor trapped in my mouth. I'll have some okay. watermelon. Um, oh. <laughs> but like the other people in his group, because when you're there representing your race, it takes it to a whole nother level. Now, mm-hmm. you realize white people not even thinking about it. No. But the uh, blacks, Asians, Latin people were all leery of making jokes. Well, the black people didn't mind making so many jokes. But no, especially, the black people didn't mind, but the uh, the white people didn't end up making any jokes, did they? I didn't no. hear any white jokes. They just said, go whitey. And uh, that was it. Now, one of the stereotypes I noticed come through on the Survivor last night, which I have never watched before, but I'm completely in hook, line, and sinker, was the white man stealing. a white The white guy stealing a chicken uh, from the Asian team. <laughs> and if you want to go stereotypical... The black tribe got pissed. That, yeah, they well, got livid. Well, they got pissed at the white man stealing from another person. Yeah, so that's they, what it was. So it they, wasn't the chicken. So they, uh, uh, I think it all factored in. I liked how in the end, though, the white man got his up and comings because the chickens ran away. <laughs> so that actually was a little poetic justice there. There was the Asian guy who uh, healed a headache by pulling it out between the eyes. Yeah, and left like a big mark on his head. That was really odd. Uh, and it looks like that same Asian guy... Tries to make some racial jokes next week, and everybody gets really uncomfortable. Yeah. He's, just, he's out there bitten all the time. Yeah. He loves it. He's one of those guys. He's a, he's a hippie Asian. And, of course, the Asian solved the puzzle first. So there's that one, too. Yeah. Like another stereotype. And, and the uh, the black people in the water thing is kind of what screwed them. Because they, they got through the puzzles and everything else fast, but they couldn't get through the rowing. I mean, that's what no, really set them back. Well, here's the problem. It's not because at the very final challenge, they had to like build a boat out of puzzles, mm-hmm. go out, get a fire, come back, put a puzzle together, put a couple of puzzles together, and the first one to light the torch or whatever. It was actually very fun. But the black group literally did not get their boat put together until all three tri- other tribes had come back already. Mm-hmm. So like they were stuck on shore trying to put their boat together, and the other ones already put their boat together. Gone out, got in the fire, come back, and disassembled their boats by the time they even took off. So I don't think that was necessarily anything about swimming or paddling. That was just about putting a boat Water. In. Close enough for me. Let me <laughs> Chuck jaw. Let me ask you, Dubs. Did you think it was stupid to put together the boats in the water? Would you have done it on the beach? I would have done it on the beach. I did, too. I didn't realize. Uh, it seemed like one of them, because the boats were in, like, five pieces, mm-hmm. and then you had to hold them together with some, like, um, some wood strips. So they took it all out into the water where it would float apart as opposed to keeping it on the beach, putting it together there, and then dragging it out into the water and growing from there. That seemed really stupid. What else did you uh, like or not like about the Survivor? Uh, I enjoyed the... uh, Well, what happened was the Black Tribe, they they lost because they got so far behind in the beginning of that that challenge. So they end up uh, sending that one white guy that stole the chicken uh, off to exile because you get to, if you're the losing tribe you get to choose one person to send out to exile so they're away from their tribe 
for oh, however long. Okay. Oh, uh, all right. So they, so the two, uh, the two black guys in the tribe, they they totally disregard the women and walk ahead and say, all right, that's the guy, that's yeah, the guy right there. The guy who stole the chicken. So, so let me ask you, mm-hmm. how was this chicken prepared? Is this a no? Live chicken? It's a live chicken. It was, it was oh, alive. no, it definitely wasn't about the chicken. Now, if you told me it was fried, <laughs> yeah. then uh, it'd be different. All right, stereotype notice. Pedro brings this up. You notice how the Latinos put that boat together in under 60 seconds to row through the ocean. And that is true. There you go. You know, when it's you a system. It. Matt says, wait for the episode where the black tribe is going to move out because the white tribe blew the levees out. So you may, <laughs> even, <laughs> you may even notice that one coming up, too. Um, so anyway, I'm down with the segregated survivor. It looks like a lot of fun, and I can't wait for it again next week. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio. What a full point one. Wrapping up hour two, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, Dubs, a lot to get done yeah. in just two hours on a Friday night. Now, Tony in the 407 says we missed a couple of the uh, stereotypes on uh, Survivor. Survivor Cook Island, where it's, I'm just going to call it segregated Survivor. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Yeah. No, I was going to talk about the Hispanic guys getting the boat built the fastest, but you guys already got to that, you know? But, you know, the, the other thing I noticed, too, is don't you think the blacks were given a disadvantage by them giving them that obese guy? Uh, well, here's the thing. He's the one who got voted off. Yeah. Uh, Seiko or whatever his name was. Right, right, right. Seiko. You know, the other thing, too, and this is what's interesting. I can't wait for it next week. The yeah. fat Latino guy that we alluded to earlier. It looks yeah. like one of the heretics, not Hefe. <laughs> it was, I guess he sucks so much that the team is considering throwing the challenge next week <laughs> so they could just get rid of that guy. Are you kidding me? No, you missed it. That was like in the preview yeah, at the was... very end. So that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun next week, Tony. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the phone call. We actually have a song about the uh, the other teams on Survivor. Does Matt sing it? Yeah. Ran them all up and going back to Africa. Woo! That's wrong. <sighs> wow. We're ahead of the curve. I guess so. That's on the new Survivor, uh, mm-hmm. Segregated Survivor soundtrack. Shorter theme than I realized. But... Actually, I'm envisioning a bit. Segregated Survivor soundtrack. Just a lot of Prussian Blue and Johnny Rebel. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Dubs. I hate the white team. Do you? Yeah. Why? Just because. Reminds you of your family? Years of oppression. <laughs> hey! I'm not white. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. This one. I love how the white folks... Like, their whole thing is they're not even worried about the elements. They're already hooking up. Mm-hmm. Like, they're snuggling. Oh, yeah, they had, like, they had a whole, like, daisy chain type thing going yeah, on there. Yeah, it was really odd. Just laying, like, paper dolls together. And they took, like, one extra of everything. Mm-hmm. Just because that's the white person mentality. I'm just going to take as much as I can Smart. and get away with it. And absolutely get away. I'm going to steal the Asian chicken, and no one is going to be able to do anything about Kung it. Pao. Because they need those supplies. All right, we got to talk to Wild Bill. Uh, who you kept hanging up on last night, Wild Bill from Seattle. Don't remind me of that, because now I have to do it again. All right, let's play. Time for an update from the scariest son of a bitch that works in the third floor, Wild Bill from Sale. Hey, Wild Bill. Hey, guys. What's up, bro? Are you, are you, are you pissed about last night? 
Two nights I, ago. I'm going to do this. I'm putting forth a challenge. I'm the greatest guitar player in the world <laughs> here at Jam In and Mount Door on Highway 441 right now. I challenge anybody to show up and kick my ass. All right, so you're out now. You're just out doing guitar gigs. I thought you were coming into the open door tonight. I was go- uh, later, late. Yes, after. I'm right now here to rock. Okay, are you in a Any band? Any guitar player that thinks they can take me, show up. Any musician that wants the privilege of playing with me, show up. <laughs> All right, let me ask you something, uh, Wild Bill. Do you have a guitar near you right now? Yes. Can, Can you, you play, play a little something? No, not right now. I have to call back. No, well, why wouldn't you be able to play it right now? Because I'm outside. I will go inside <laughs> real fast. Run inside and All get right. the guitar and then All put right. it up next to it. All right, hang on. All right. <laughs> All right. Go- All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. We'll, we'll come right back to you. Steve has another uh, thing on the racial survivor, segregated survivor. That we missed last yeah. night? Like, as far as, because that's going to be the fun thing is pointing out the stereotypes. What do you got, hey guys, Steve? What's going on? What's up, buddy? Hey, you know, I don't know if anybody caught it or not, but when the uh, when the black tribe went to tribal council, when they cast their votes, you had two names, two mm-hmm. different names. Every one of them spelled different. <laughs> yes, I did notice that as well. Well, here's the thing, though. They're odd names, though. Yeah, his name was like Siku, and I was going to, I thought about it before when they got to write it down on a slip of paper. I was thinking, like, would you ask, hey, how do you spell your name? Yeah, but you then, can't really do that. But then you know that that's the person who's ended up voting you out, or at least trying to vote you out. I did I did also take notice of that, too. I don't think it was because they didn't know how to spell. I think it was, Is uh, that what that racist is calling it? I think so. Black people don't know how to spell? <laughs> I think so. It was an odd name. Mm-hmm. Are we back at Wild Bill? No, Lewis in the 407. What's up, Lewis? Hey, what's up, guys? Love the show. Thank you, brother. Uh, real quick, man. I think for next year, they should have actors play, like, the sellouts for each tribe and try to start conflict. Uh, you, know- you know, they did that with, what was it called? Um, uh, there was that one show, uh, Joe something. Joe Millionaire? No, it was uh, it, 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 Average Joe. I think it was where yes. they where they would uh, they had one guy who thought he was in a reality show and five actors. I do remember that. So they kept on setting him up like for all these different things, and he had, he's like all excited because he was making it to the end and everything. Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> At the that. end, they uh, revealed to him that he was the only one that thought it was a reality show. I'll be honest with you, I think CBS did a poor job of casting. Yeah, if you're gonna, I think. They wanted the shock value of drawing people in with a segregated survivor. It worked for you and I, because mm-hmm. we don't watch reality shows for the most part. And it's worked for us, so we're watching now. But I would have picked the most, like, the like completely different people that you would have been able to. Like oh, the, it was Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo. Like, all right, that's what yeah, people are telling me now. Where people, like... Like for the black group. And every group has it. Asians. I mean, some people call them Uncle Tom's, the Oreo, mm. the Coconut, the Banana. <laughs> the Alberts. You know? Yeah, the Mad Alberts. <laughs> you know, where you're black on the outside but white on the inside mm-hmm. or brown or yellow or whatever. You know what I mean? That whole thing. I wish they had gone with that a little bit more. They tried to do it with the white team by getting the alternative chick. Yeah. But whatever. It just goes to show how, sure, you're alternative, but you're still white. You still got all the privilege in the world. What? Tough life. All right, let's go back to Wild Bill, see if he's got it. Okay, since I know you, hang on a second. I got one of your uh, heretic buddies here. All right. One of the family. One of the family. All right, he's going to hold up the phone. What's up? This is Heretic Hank Money. Oh, what's up, Hank Money? 
right. just chilling. All right, here we go. Hold, hold up the phone so that we can hear Wild Bill play guitar. Okay, they're uh, they're actually uh, getting the guitar out of the case right now. Is it a uh, acoustic or an electric? It's a Fender Stratocaster electric. Electric. Oh wow, nice. Is he still got to plug like it in? Just like Wild Bill electric. He, yeah. He, Does he stuff yeah, to plug I, it? I was actually. I was actually out here delivering pizza, and he said something about wanting a guitar contest. Oh, very good. I say you go by there and kick ass, because I know you play guitar. That's right. <laughs> I say Wild Bill puts up the challenge. Any heretic that can outplay him in guitar tonight, he buys their drinks for the rest of the night. Or just gives him $200. <laughs> right out of his pocket. Yeah, just right out of the uh, Wild Bill pay fund. <laughs> I think they actually, uh, they're powering up the amp right now. <laughs> Okay, cool. Is this, is this like on. a like a spaceship? I the guess power everything up. It's a DeLorean. It would be, <laughs> it would be exciting to see if uh, Wild Bill had any sort of talent. One point twenty one. I'm gonna I'm gonna doubt it, but maybe. Um, he's, he's good. He Wild is? Bill is. Yes. Appear, apparently, SBK has heard him play. Who? Oh, here he goes. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, tell him to hurry up and play something. We gotta go to break. We got a busy hey, show. Hurry up and play something, man. Nice. Hey, Yell at him. He's, get, he's, he's, he's getting it going. <laughs> where Where are you guys at, Hank Bunny? We're at the uh, We're at the Jam Inn in Mount Dora, Florida. All right. It's It's right off of uh, Orange Blossom, Four Forty One. Oh, okay. All right. The Jam Inn. Just south of Highway Forty Six. All right. So nice. Good job, Hank Money. Yeah. Yeah, no, no problem. You do a better job at Collins than Chunks does. <laughs> All right, let's hear. Tell Wild Bill to hurry up and play some. We got. All right, he's playing right now. Wow. He can play for a second and a half. Yeah, I don't think Wonderful. he has. I've, I've seen him before. I don't think he has the stamina to go much longer than uh-uh. that. Yeah, if you guys are up on a break, you might have to come back. Uh, All right, take no, it. we aren't. We aren't gonna come back. I kind of want to hear it though. Come on, man. What's up? <laughs> he, he's trying to get everything adjusted here. Well, then why is he calling when he's not prepared? Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> All right, Hank Money. Thank you, brother. No, no problem. All right, we'll see you. Sort of like one of his big ideas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thought there, but it never really finishes, huh? Isn't it kind of sad that he's out trying to get extra money by playing guitar when he's responsible for getting us money? Is that what he's doing out there hustling? I would assume uh, maybe he just plays for the love of if he's actually any good. Now, you mentioned this SBK. Yes. I am not sure who you refer to because I have not talked to the Soul Brothers since all that stuff went down. Really? I heard they were talking again about us uh, the past weekend. While we were out of town. Well, I didn't hear it. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't make mention of it. I, w- I saw Gomer earlier and everything seems fine, but yeah. I have, I've, I used to chat with the Soul Brother, you know, two, three times a week. Now I never hear from him anymore. Hmm. That saddens me. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Friday night. 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. Only an hour away, does from the Open Door Policy. Heretic's coming up to join us, so uh, wonderful. Be a part of that. Lone Wolf is downstairs waiting to come out. Oh, very cool. From the uh, Monster Militia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hang up, uh, hung out with him at the... Uh, on the uh, Monster Cruise, and that was definitely a lot of fun. 
Uh, Dubs, a lot of people will be drinking tonight. Yeah. And did you see the anger, apparently, over a church advertisement that puts Jesus' face on a beer glass? Wonderful. What's, what's wrong with that? Christians aren't allowed to drink? I guess that's part of the thing. They wanted to create a thought-provoking debate amongst young people about how and where to find God. And I guess this is going to be like a, you know, advertising campaign. Um, Slogans and all. The image of Jesus in the froth on the sides of an almost empty pint glass with the words, where will you find him? <laughs> According to the in church. In the bottom of a bottle? Yeah. <laughs> According to uh, the church's advertising network, or CAN. Now, um, I guess this is a new, though. Like, there's ideas out there for Jesus beer. Had you heard about this? No. Jesus beer, and they're looking for slogans. Crunk like Christ? Uh, maybe. You too can get crunk like Christ. <laughs> Release the sin when you break the seal. Jesus beer. Sounds good. Crack into a nice burning bush. Now, you know what's funny is that a lot of people, and it's not a bad idea, a lot of people, you know, just like as if it was something with your favorite team, you know, like our buddy Fezzi, who mm. uh, will buy anything or wants to collect anything with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some people are that way with their favorite rap artist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you see this a lot of times, too, where if it has something that you're really into, Passion of the Christ, you know, sold amazingly. So they're thinking Jesus beer would sell just as well. Yeah, you know, but it needs a what? catchphrase. Why you call this? Jesus Christ is some good beer. <laughs> um, I think if they're going to have Jesus beer and a slogan, it ought to mm. be, uh, feel the buzz of the Lord. <laughs> Just speaking of, it's I have funny. a God hangover today, I'm sorry. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though, with Jesus beer. Oh, God. Water into wine isn't as easy as pouring this beer down your throat. Wow. Do you think it's wrong, though, if the this Jesus beer actually comes out? Yes, Matt Albert. Fill the hole in your heart and in your hands. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come my. Dump that. Dump yeah. it. It's too Dump much. It? Yes. Why? That's just a little... Especially yesterday. He's back in studio for... <laughs> that was fast. Yeah. Wow. You can just... So happy. Just waiting... We're south, dude. <laughs> and actually, um, uh, a lot of people are like, "Hey, wait a second. Hmm. A lot of people throwing out uh, like want to put the nail in the uh, slogan. I think you got to be tasteful when it comes to Jesus beer and leave. Oh, I'm sure it's tasty, so you have to be tasteful. David in the 407. What's up, David? Yo, yo, you know those stupid bracelets everybody wears WWJD? Mm -hmm. Instead of what would Jesus do, what would Jesus drink? I like that. Jesus beer. Now, it's interesting because a lot of people will have wine with uh, mm -hmm. it being, you know, them thinking it's the blood of Christ. Why wouldn't you have Jesus beer? And, you know, they always have the please drink responsibly thing. They could do, God doesn't need a drunk driver. <laughs> Just kind of like the Earnhardt thing, God needed a driver. I think that'd be perfect. Well, you know that, you know, Christians are good people. They wouldn't go out and drink and drive. No, <laughs> never. That doesn't happen. Dick in the 407. What's up, man? All right, that's a quick uh, Jesus Beer slogan. Ready? Mm-hmm. Jesus Beer. 
this blood's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Give that man a prize. Uh, I'm sorry, I hung up on him. Call back, you win a prize. <laughs> if they are looking for a slogan... That's actually a perfect one. It, it is insightful. It is full of uh, religious like faith. Give and, you a nice little laugh, haha. And it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Dubs, what do you buy if there's like a, something uh, that um, like it has, like the logo or it's a part of something? Well, I will go out and get any kind of hideout thing that's going on out there. So, uh, and I, I, oh, have you seen the new uh, Cafe Press hideout store? Yes. Uh, I think it's cafepress.com slash the hideout store. Right, it's, it's something like that. Demand put it together. Yeah. I'm buying the dog shirt. Ah. <sighs> The nice little hideout dog shirt. Thank goodness there's, there's the man right there. Oh, very good. What, how do we get to that uh, that uh, store? Oh, thanks. Thanks. No, uh, yeah, it's the Cafe Press slash Heretics Shop. Heretics Shop. Yeah, two S's in there, Heretics, and then Shop. So CafePress.com slash Heretics Shop. Heretics Shop, yes. Cool. Right, very cool. Heretics Shop. Thank you. And you just keep clicking through the various sections. Eventually, you'll get to where the various products are. Um, they're divided up into some sections to get you started off the bat. Wonderful. There's the heretic section, which has things both for guys and girls might want those. Then uh, specifically a heretic shop uh, for the women, because I know that you all wanted to make it known that the show was definitely had a feminine following, mm-hmm. that they need a chance to get out there to show themselves. Nice. Um, and then there's also great words. Uh, phrases that have been immortalized on the shows. Uh, my fingers pretty. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. <laughs> uh, another section, Poppery, where there's some oddities, things like J Dub's Treehouse. We mm-hmm. have a couple of oh, nice uh, no Treehouse shirts. There's no reason to sell any of that crap. <laughs> uh, there's what? also uh, the Wrestling Coach. I don't know if you can read that one up close, but it says, "Let's have some fun." Uh, are you ready for a cup check? Mm. <laughs> uh, Pedro says, "Getting back to the Jesus beer, uh, Dubs." Um, Drink Jesus beer, it's the 11th commandment, like Mel Gibson says, blank the Jews, drink Jesus beer. Wow. Wow, that wasn't so much funny, it's just hateful. Yeah, that that hurts. I guess it's like Mel Gibson says, allegedly. Tron in the 407. What's up, Tron? What's up, guys? What do you got? Okay, for the Jesus beer, if they went like the hip-hop route, it could be get drunk or crucified trying. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus beer. You're a winner. You're a winner, hold on. Oh, man. Todd in the A13. What do you got, Todd? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, man, Jesus beer. With just a taste of heaven in every bottle. Oh! Or, or your first, your first plane, your first, uh, your first class ticket to St. Peter. Ah, uh, uh, you, you ruined the, it. Yeah, you should have stuck with you the first one. You lost your prize. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Go out on top. Um, all right, here's another one from Pedro. Jesus beer. What are you going to drink? That nasty Muslim water? <laughs> That's so harsh. I don't know. This is what, you know, Pedro's just throwing these out there as ideas. Matt in the 321. What do you got, Matt? Hey, how about uh, 9-inch ale? <laughs> Jesus, beer, your 9-inch ale. Winner. Hold, hold on a second. You're a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Gazoo says he has one. Oh, All right, go ahead, Gazoo. Let's give it a try. Jesus High Life, the salvation of beers. What? I mean, it's it's nice, not really what we're going for. Demand. It's amazing. Demand has a good one. Uh, Hebrew for you. <laughs> nice, Demand. Very good job. Jesus beer. Hebrew for you. 
You know what? I like this. Uh, <laughs> Dubs, if there was Jesus beer, mm-hmm. would it sell? Or when I guess it comes out, because I guess they're working on it because they got the slogans. Would it sell, or are people going to be pissed? What do you think is going to happen with Jesus beer? I think there'll the be a... in, the nine-inch ale. <laughs> I think, uh, I think honestly, it'll be just one of those things that everybody buys immediately, and it's going to be crap, so they just do it for the bottle, and then they, it never sells again. Yeah, you know a lot, that's one of those things with like the certain lines of Coca-Cola when they put out the special bottles, that you never open it, you just leave it up there on your bookshelf. People want to go with the nail angle. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Jason in the 863. What do you got, Jason? Instead of calling it Jesus beer, call it a cross and nails and the slogans when you need to be hammered. Jesus. Jesus. Alright, <laughs> now I feel dirty. I'm not gonna I lie. know. That was it you. took a turn. That was you. That was a turn for the worse. I say we just stop now <laughs> no. before it gets any worse. What do you mean no? Keep going. No. <laughs> Listen, it's the Jesus beer isn't my idea. I just want to make that plain and simple. <laughs> it's great. It has a nice crown of foam. <laughs> Jesus beer. I do. I do wonder though. Like, is it a thing for a lot of Christians not to drink? Because I know in the Muslim faith. You are not supposed to drink. It at depends all. on what uh what uh you know. There's a bunch of different ways of being Christian. You know. Right. So there's some that say you can't drink. What about uh, Jewish people? Can Jewish people drink? Didn't Deuce Childerone say there was a big thing about Jewish people not drinking? I think that's very Old Testament. The uh the not drinking. Isn't so, the whole Jewish faith yeah, based on that's the Old what I'm Testament? saying. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> okay. why that's why the Christians a lot of them have no problem with it. And uh, uh, Muslims, new- basically, that's a lot taken from the Old Testament. That's why they don't drink either. No, they're completely different faiths, all of them. <laughs> they're not similar at all. At all. Why are we fighting? Oh, God. It's all the same thing. <laughs> it's all the same fable. 407-916-1041, So Hideout Row Radio 104.1 talking about Jesus beer and the anger, I guess, of uh, can. Mm-hmm. The church's advertising network that has an image of Jesus left in the froth on the sides and an almost empty pint glass uh, next to the words, where will you find him? And they say it's uh, undermining anti-binge drinking campaigns. Anti-Matt in the 407. Yeah, Anti-Matt. You know if this stuff gets out, guys going to be like, yeah, let's, let's go get hammered. And the other guy's going to be like, nah, screw that. Let's go get nailed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's what my like my, my reaction to while wow, that was crazy. But you know what's interesting? It do you think that they would um do you think that they would have those crazy Bud Light type commercials? Yeah. I'm sure. With time, money uh prevails overall and that stuff sells. All right, people are telling me I'm Jewish and I get drunk every night. <laughs> Hi, John. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know who that person is. <laughs> Enticed by Christ. Um, <sighs> Let's go to Mad Dog in the 407. How you guys doing? What's up, bro? I got a good one. Um, you need a little Jesus in you? Drink some Jesus beer. All right, now that one is a positive yeah. one. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, useless Leg says, if they do rip off the Bud commercials, it could be, hey, Mr. Back of the Pew secret nose picker guy. 
This one's for you. Jesus beer. It's for you. Yes, Matt. Kind of a ripoff of another one, but how about uh, Do the Jew? <laughs> and the, but, the do? Yeah. I hear you. Jesus beer. Do the Jew. Ah. I want to say I've even seen that somewhere photoshopped. I don't think that's completely original. I think uh, Dave in the 407 might have one. Yeah, for the uh, carb-conscious person, you have the uh, See the Light beer. <laughs> Jesus beer. See the light. Beer. Uh. <laughs> All right, Pedro. Oh, man. It's a hideout. That's why we use no names, no faces, except for Pedro Lima, comedian. Uh, Nofilterpedro.com. Or actually, myspace.com slash nofilterpedro. Jesus beer mixed with Jaeger. Is that shot called the Holocaust? Come on. What do you mean? I'm, I'm separating myself from that one. Well, then that's dump all it. you. Dump it. No. No, that's Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> that's Heineken and Jaeger? Oh, hello. Uh, oh, boy. All right, I can't read the rest of Pedro's. I'm banning him. I'm typing, you're banned. Uh, it's official. Oh, I'm sure we'll get the emails on this one. Wild Hawk in the forest. We didn't even come up with Jesus Beer, though. It's somebody else's invention. They want the slogans. We're just trying to help out. I actually came up with another one while I was on hold. But uh, no. the first one was uh, Jesus Beer. It's sacramentally delicious. I hear you. All right, that's nice. What's your other one? And the other one is, uh, you'll be praying in the morning anyway. <laughs> that is true. You know, it's that thing at the end, at the end please. of a long binge. I swear, I'll never drink again. Just let me live God, tonight. God, please. And you know, so many people are headed out tonight. Mm-hmm. I wonder if someone's driving their car right now to go get drunk and cheat on their chick, and then later on is going to fire off an email complaining about this segment. I'm sure. And if they don't? If I do get an email, I'm just going to think it's that kind of guy anyway. Yeah. Vince in the 407. Yo, I got a sweet Jesus line. Mm-hmm. Jesus beer. Christ never felt so good hammered. All right. I've I didn't, There was no hammered in that uh, yeah. when it was written up on my board. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you tap? Yeah, I'm tapping officially. Look. <laughs> stop it. I, I officially am bowing out of this segment. I think it's going to be a hit, this Jesus beer. I'll try it. Oh, yeah, why not? Well, yeah, I support. I tried, uh, you know, religion for a little while. Go to break. Chunks and I have a joke for you. <laughs> I can't say on air. All right. It's about someone that you guys spent time with. Uh, all right, we'll take a break and come back. Uh, more of the hideout open door in just 40 minutes. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. After our long trek to the bathroom. Yeah, we got to run all the way downstairs now. Did they lock it again? Yeah, yep. they lock it upstairs. Christ. Here. No. <laughs> they always lock the office. They always do this. I... I was in my way. I do remember this, Dubs, of the Jesus beer. Mm-hmm. And we actually had this story. This is back in July. Uh, king of Jews, King of Beers. Do you remember the billboard? Oh, yeah. It was uh, in Houston. Um, and it had uh, Jesus Christ holding a, uh, a can. It said, Jesus, King of Jews, Jesus, King of Beers. Uh, John has a jingle for the beer. Oh, no. John in 352. All right, John. 
Here's to you, Mr. Crazy Jehovah Witness Man. Mr. Jehovah Witness Man! All right. I think we should have left it at the last second. Yeah. It just said jingle, so. Well, didn't say what kind. A, a bad one. Yeah. Have, have you noticed that this has been an especially shock jock week yes, for us? Yes, I love it. I'm having fun, I'm not going to lie to you. We're shocking and jocking here in the nighttime. First thing I said, I got... No. Yeah. I've dumped you more, honestly, on the instant messenger. And now since you've been back uh, on your little hiatus there... 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Dubs, the uh, people are gathering up, uh, gathering around downstairs already for the open door mm-hmm. policy. Very excited about seeing our friends come up. And then afterwards, we all go out and get drunk. Hey, is um is the Great Gazoo here? Yes, he is. He's uh, screening phone calls right now. Can we have C-Lane take that over for him? I'll do it. Matt, you don't mind? What do we got to talk to the Great Gazoo about? I just wanted to talk about this story really quickly. Hmm. Maybe even have him put on these headphones over here. I had an idea. Uh, Dubs, what are your plans for the weekend other than football, obviously? Uh, actually, that's my only major plans. I'll probably try to go out Saturday night and do something, but fall short. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I, I, there are actually a couple of things. We got uh, Soul Brother Kevin's going to be out um at the Auto Nation tent sale being held at the Seminole Town Center in Sanford. And then I really want to go to this tomorrow night. Daniel and Blackbean are going to be out at Sloan Low Barbecue in Cocoa Beach as uh, Sloan Low celebrates their two-year anniversary. Congratulations to them. Dubs, did you see where McGreevy... Here, get that mic over there for you, and you can talk right into it. Did You you remember uh, New Jersey Governor James McGreevy? Yes, he uh, is the one that came out. Uh Uh-huh. And said that he was a gay American. Mm-hmm. Well, he's written a book um, about, uh, you know, it's called The Confession. And it's about him coming out, you know, to his family and all kinds of stuff. What I would like to do, though, is have Gazoo read a quick passage from this. Okay, Gazoo? Okay, you got it. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, it's right under here. And just read this with, uh, like, prose interpretation, like the feeling yeah, you, like, just feel, feel the uh, gay. Yeah, get yourself into the mindset of uh, Governor, former Governor McGreevy. All right. You got it. It starts right here. All right, there we go. Right under Gazoo Reads. Okay. We undressed and he kissed me. It was the first time in my life that a kiss meant that it was what it was supposed to mean. It sent me through the roof. I was like a man emerging from 44 years in a cave to taste pure air for the first time, (laughs) feel direct sunlight on pallid skin, warmth, where had only been a bone-chilling numbness. I pulled him to the bed, and we made love like I always dreamed, a boastful, passionate, whispering, masculine kind of love, he he wrote. (laughs) McGreevy... And he ignored the demand, and he gave a speech, uttering the famous phrase, And so my truth is that I am a gay American. Let's go ahead and isolate all that. Mm -hmm. I want to go ahead and have that. And, uh, yeah, we'll hang on to it for later on. (laughs) Appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) Just watch that dejected. Give me the thumbs up. (laughs) Yes, I just used you. Nice Uh, job, Goose. (laughs) Exactly. Did you see the teacher who says he won't shave his beard until Bin Laden's caught? Oof. 
He's a guy who uh, I guess started growing his beard. Yeah, he started <laughs> growing his beard after 9/11, and he just decided, you know what? I am. Uh, I'm just gonna roll with this. I've decided I'm gonna keep this, and um, until the day that Bin Laden is caught, I am not going to uh, not gonna shave. Oh, you know what I need to play for you still? What's that? To catch a predator. Oh yeah. Um, well, yeah, we we started it last night, but there's a few more clips we didn't get to. Yeah, oh, I really just only want to play you one. There's another one of this threesome guy. <clears throat> how how crazy! I don't, have, I don't the, have time to play it. The ultimate uh, to catch a predator clip that I want to hear, and when it, when it happens, it's going to be like when it jumps a shark and it can't get any better than that. When uh, they get a couple, you know, a man and a woman, that come over to meet for sex with a 13-year-old girl. That is going to be the pinnacle. All right, this was supposed... This was actually going to be it. I'm going to have to play it for you then. All right, this is from Ted to Catch a Predator on Dateline. Damn you, Dubs. You uh, you called me. I'm going to have to play it for you. Because it is... I'm not going to say it's too good. They, they both came over, though? It's along those lines. Okay. I will say that it was just... Uh, it was just somewhere along those lines. And we'll roll like that. All right, this is a guy who was trying to set up a whole situation. For those of you who don't know, they set up these stings with perverted justice. Dateline does. NBC, this guy Chris Hansen comes out and uh, catches them and does an interview. Hideout download. Online, he calls himself Southwest Georgia Male. Yes, his chat is one of the most graphic and disturbing we've come across. At first, he offers the decoy, Aaron Lynn B., $250. When she asks, why do you want to give me money, he says, because I want you. Then he tells her about another girl he met online. She was 15, like you. Her mom was at work. Okay. She invited me over. Had never had sex. Oh. Her and her friend. He goes on to say that the two girls performed oral... And then he describes in detail how he claims to have taken one of the girls' virginity. I had a chance to get a hug. But as the decoy walks behind the curtain, the man sees our camera crew and runs. He saw Ron. He's coming out. He's coming out. And he keeps on running, even after sheriff's deputies order him to stop. Finally, an officer's taser knocks him to the ground. Then been tased? Yeah. It's funny because he literally had stopped and put his hands up. It was like... Beat, beat, shoot of the taser. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had stopped already, and he was standing there, and then the cop still just Good. fires it. Hideout download. After he's arrested, he's taken in for questioning. This man with the incredibly vulgar chat reveals something that, ironically, no longer surprises us. I was a minister in the church. <laughs> what church you got? I was a minister in the church. Oh... Dude, it gets even worse because... Good evening, godless sodomites. <laughs> because at one point, by the way, that whole thing, that little clip was perfect for the last segment. That's exactly what uh, that guy Phelps is talking about, us, that whole Jesus Spear thing. Um, it gets a little odd for me here because this is in, I believe, Georgia. And he starts, and it's a black man talking to the white right. cops, and he starts doing the... Yes, Mr. Gary. Mr. Gary, can I? Yeah, it's oh. it's an odd thing. I radio hideout download. I was a man in the shirt. 
What church you go to? My, my dad is a preacher. Baptist church. I don't want to go to prison. It also turns out he's married and worried about his wife finding out. Mr. Geary. Yes. What is that? Come here. My little baby think I got. Do what? My little baby think I have. This is good. Yeah. Oh. When he starts to cry, I can hear Morgan Freeman saying, What do you want to do with your life, Sams? <laughs> Sams, why don't you go ahead and jump, Sams? That's all you you're doing with your life. You're smoking crack, aren't you? <laughs> why ain't you? All I got to do is stay black and die. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't that bring up just like an odd thing for you, though? Like on one hand, on one level... You're like, oh my god, what an awful person, what an awful pedophile. But then just the audio itself, you're like, well, I bet this was, uh, I've heard this before, you got some poor black guy in Georgia crying, Mr. Gary, I don't want to go to prison. Crumpling his hat in his hand. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just putting sure. his head down, just kicking the dirt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hideout download. The 35... Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Do what? My little baby think I have, Mr. Gary. Oh, God. The 35-year-old... I'll start over. I don't want to go to prison. It also turns out he's married and worried about his wife finding out. Mr. Gary. Yes. What is that? My little baby think I got... Do what? My little baby think I have, Mr. Gary. The 35-year-old asks to speak to a lawyer, and the interview is over. All right, I pulled that one just because it was so... Yeah. You know, you, you, it was so uncomfortable, and there were so many layers to it. Now, uh, oddly enough, we have Mr. Gary. Oh, Mr. Gary. Yeah. Give me how you tonight. Hey there, Mr. Gary. This is Sir Gary with a garden. Uh, yeah, I understand. Uh, what's in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, with, with today, today uh, President Bush gave his address there in the White House. I did see that, and he was very angry. Did you notice that, Sir Gary? Yes, I noticed that. Mr. Sir Gary, um, why do you think he was so mad? Black guy? I guess it was black people. I guess it's, I guess he got mad because he, he won't be able to run, run again for president. That is true, and isn't that a shame? Yes, uh, Sir Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday? Not watching football, but instead where? I'm at New Hope from the Baptist Church, Winter Garden on uh, West Story Road, Winter Garden, where good blessings, Pastor, at 10.30, dinner on ground, cover one, the public's abided. Oh, that is awesome. Church is there for everyone's comfort and pleasure. That is awesome, Sir Gary. See you programming. God bless you. Have a good weekend. You too. Thank Hideout you. download. It no longer surprises us. I was a man to send a shirt. That was kind of similar. I was a man to send a shirt. Mr. Gary. <laughs> um, Sam's? I right, here's yeah. the other one. I don't want to jump. <laughs> here's the other one that was pretty uncomfortable, too, that I didn't have last night that I had to pull for you. Hideout download. Again, this is uh, Dateline to Catch a Predator. Hideout download. Who is sure? It didn't take long for the 23-year-old screen named Scooby-Doo at 101 to steer the chat towards sex. He asked all kinds of sexual questions, like, what positions have you tried? You like the decoy says, I never did before. And Scooby-Doo says, well, if we ever have sex, I'll introduce it to you. But I switch positions a lot, so you're bound to learn a few new tricks. 
Now, the man with the bag of tricks is walking in our house. We hired a very young-looking 19-year-old to play the part of the girl. Hey. Hey. Take you a while to get here. Yeah, well, someone can't give good directions of where they live. I'm just taking stuff out of the dryer. It'll take a second. You have a hard time finding the place, or? Yeah, man. You got lost, huh? Yeah, who are you? Oh, who are you? I'm Dennis. His real name is Dennis Colson, a construction worker from Atlanta. <laughs> he says he's here to meet a girl named Izzy. And how old is Izzy? She told me she's <laughs> So that'd be cool then, because she's of legal age. No, I wasn't going to do anything. The problem with that, though, yeah. is that I have the transcript of your online chat. Okay. So you want to start again and tell the story from the top? All right, this would be the most embarrassing, shameful thing ever, and this is the way the guy reacts, mm -hmm. where they read back Ugh. just the nastiness, na nastiness that uh, he's typing to what he thinks is an underage girl. Hideout download. Yeah. Okay. Story's 15. And what did you guys talk about? Just a lot of different things that I should have been talking about. Give me an example. Ask her if she's a virgin. If she was a virgin. Yes, sir. And why would you ask that question of a 15-year-old I really did not girl? have, I don't know, I'm sorry, I apologize. But I really did not have any plans to do anything tonight. Did you bring condoms? No, no sir, I have condoms in my car. You had, well then, so you did bring condoms. Yes, but they are for my, I mean, I have them for safety, but, but I mean, that's just hanging out. I wasn't going to do, I swear, seriously, oh, swear, so, so, so you're, I was not going to do anything. But you talk about jail. I know. Oh, you can't go to jail for not doing anything. When I start to read, I, what's interesting too is I love to hear guys lie. Mm -hmm. Did you bring condoms? No, 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 they're in my car. Oh, so you did bring condoms. What? Well, they're always there they're for, for protection. Yeah. It'd be safe. Hideout download. Sam? When I start to read some of his chat log, he gets up and starts pacing. You'll be dead what positions have you found? <laughs> oh, God, I'm an idiot. You know how to... You like... And then you ask... God, stop. Okay. Just one more. You say, do you, you ask if you delete all those IMs when you're done, I'd hate to have your mom get nosy. It was stupid. I'm a stupid man. I'm a stupid man, please. He's free to leave, but he won't get very far. Perverted Justice has joined forces with the Harris County Sheriff's Office, providing chat logs and phone records, evidence needed to make an arrest. Here in Georgia, if a man makes a date online for sex with someone he believes to be a minor, it's a felony. Now, I did not know that. Even if you just set up a date to what you think is someone underage, it's a felony. Wow. Automatic felony. That's, that's a big deal there. Sheriff's mm -hmm. get on the ground! Down on the ground! Down on the ground! He's arrested. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Please don't Put your hands behind your back. Please don't Put your hands behind your back. Please. Please. Oh, my God, my life is ruined. <laughs> yeah, it is. No truer words have come out of your mouth. Yeah, I love that. Please. Oh, my God, my life is ruined. Can you shoot me? Can you understand me? <laughs> and taken away. Oh, my God. An idiot. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is brought into the interrogation room. I have to advise you that you, one, have the right to remain silent. Investigator and, uh, Gary... Yeah. You feel like such an ass, probably. Not only that you're on there uh, as a kid toucher, but as they refer to you as your screen name, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, Scooby-Doo at 101. <laughs> I have to advise you that you, one, have the right to remain silent. Investigator no. Gary Lewis shows Gary. the 20... Yeah, I noticed that, too, with Chris Hansen. <laughs> Gary Lewis. Hi, Gary. 
Investigator Gary Lewis shows the 23-year-old a copy of the chat he had with a decoy playing a 15-year-old. Yeah, there's a lot of explicit there. Definitely shouldn't have said. Yeah. Let's not read that. Let's just not read it. Less than five minutes after uh, y'all were communicating, she relayed to you that she was 15 years old. I'm uh, curious as to why you continued the conversation. Because I'm retarded. You're retarded. Because I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Beautiful. That's my favorite part. I'm yeah. curious as to why you continued the conversation. Because I'm retarded. <laughs> You're retarded. Because I'm retarded. Because I'm so bored as and I'm just, just looking for conversation and I was conversating conversating yeah I'm retarded I'm conversating yeah well maybe he is retarded I'm not I'm not trying to clear it up I still it's wrong it's wrong it's wrong it's bad I mean why would you ask a 15 year old girl do you think at this point he's like just throw me in jail yeah finish this well you heard him earlier say can you just shoot me in the head he actually said that when he's getting arrested quit embarrassing me just throw me in jail I'm done yeah you, you've defeated me. <laughs> I mean, why would you ask a 15-year-old girl? I think we need if she's still a virgin. I think we should go ahead and stop. Scooby-Doo ends the interview pretty quickly. I love just the extra embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, they, they poke and pry as much as they can. I love it. Now, Dubs, you and I started the show with this yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the uh, debate... Um, as to the double standard, because there was To Catch a Predator, then immediately after on NBC, it was uh, really essentially not glorifying glorifying uh, Deborah Lefebvre, the uh, the Tampa teacher who was caught with a 14-year-old boy. But it was a very light, fluffy interview. It was completely different when she did the exact same thing these guys did. Which Act- was, she actually got caught doing it, though. No, yeah, you're right. She actually had the sex. And they were way lighter on her. She didn't even get any sort of a sentence or anything because she was too pretty to go to jail. <laughs> and I was just so Agreed. pissed that Matt Lauer did it. I think he did an awful interview. And I gave Dubsy a assignment. Matt Lauer. Um, do what? It's Matt Lauer. I mean, yeah. you can't expect a whole lot out of him. But that's not true because he's done, he's, he's done some I've decent never, stuff on the Today you, Show. You remember his thing with uh, Britney Spears where he's just trying to get her to cry? So have you ever wept? <laughs> it's terrible. All right, fair enough. But he, you know, I guess that's the interview style for the uh, morning shows. Mm. But uh, here I had uh, Dubs put together Chris Hansen interviewing Deborah Lefave and what it should have sounded like, and how this is a, a lot, very, very similar to the previous two that we had. It's mm. just because it's a hot chick where, you know, she gets off okay. Hideout download. Why don't you have a seat there and uh, get comfortable for that? Go ahead, sit down, please. What was your plan here today? Or What do you mean by that? Yeah, I gave it to him. Do you know it violates Georgia law? I don't think I did. You admit right here that you could be in trouble if anybody found out. I just think it's stupid. I can't even think of any other word to describe it. I think it's ridiculous. What is going on in your mind? A sex offense. <laughs> what do you think should happen to you? I think I should be in jail. Well, there's something else you need to know. I'm Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC, and we're doing a story on adults who try to meet teens online. Um, but I'm not a sex offender, even though I'm labeled as that. I made a really, really, really bad choice. What would have happened if I had not been here? Um, or... 
Sheriff's office, get your hands up, get on the ground! That's what it should have sounded like. Instead, there was this double standard for this horse bitch. Here's Collar in the 813. What's up, Collar? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? All right. Hey, man, y'all want to give the girl a real interview? I know where you can do it. What's that? Deborah. Bob Evans at the uh, State Road 60 in Falkenberg Road in Brandon. That's where she works. Really? Did she wake go? up there with a nice little house arrest, house arrest bracelet, bracelet around? Road trip. No. Nope. Road trip, yeah. definitely. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, caller. Wow. Know awesome. Thank you for, I'm going. <laughs> Thank you for the tip, Ben. A little oh, old. she'll get a huge tip. All right. No, seriously. Hey. Dump it now. <laughs> Just because of the laughing afterwards, you have to dump it. It's the hideout. I wasn't even going for that joke. <laughs> I know you weren't. He made it. Son into of a that. bitch. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. LOL. Wrapping up hour three here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. Looks like it's going to be a record crowd for the open-door policy. Yeah, it's looking a little crazy out there. Excited about it, though. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. There must be tons of food, right? None. No. Really? Yeah. How <sighs> the day I didn't eat. Don't see me smiling. <laughs> El Ross brought soda. Oh. Yeah, have some soda. Damn it, I wanted to talk about this earlier. What is it? The uh, Bush family, um, not President Bush, but the uh, the Reggie Bush. Family. Oh, yeah. And Reggie Bush, uh, allegedly, according to Yahoo.com, while playing at USC, getting $100,000 worth of stuff. No problem. While a player so? at USC. I agree. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'll say this, too. I have come up with a pay scale that I think fits and will solve this whole NCAA screwing over these student-athletes. Here's the pay scale according to me. If you are a star player, like a Reggie Bush, I say any player that's maybe, do you think potential to get drafted like in the first five rounds? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I would say uh, uh, first day, first uh, the first three rounds. All right, first three rounds. If you have that kind of potential and you're mm. that kind of star... I think you should get $50,000 a year as a student athlete. And I think that's kind of light, to be honest with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if you're a next-tier athlete, you know where you're good, but you're not great, or even if you're just serviceable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you should get $25,000 a year. Now, if you now were... is that only at, like, the 1As, Division 1A? Sure. Okay. I'm down with that. Because once you go lower, they aren't making as much money off their uh, their program. Oh, but they still do. Maybe, oh, I know, but I know, but like you know, two way, like the Kents and everything. I said if you've been ranked within the last ten years within the top twenty five, you've made some mad bank from alumni, you know, being proud. Right. And you just uh, you can do that little pay scale. Now, thirdly. Let's say you're an EJ from the U. You're third string. You have to pay. You're a walk-on. <laughs> you're walk-on. You're filler. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you're the kicker or the punter. You know what I Manhole, mean? Manhole, definitely. I think you should get the federal minimum wage. <laughs> so you get what? What is it, 550 or 525? Uh, it depends on where you're at. Uh, well, federal minimum wage, yeah, the, so I think it's 525. All right, so whatever the federal minimum wage is, maybe even 515, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I think that's what our producer should know that. Yeah. <laughs> Here in Florida, it's a little bit different. That sucks. Uh, I should get more than most do. Um, so anyway, Dubs, I think he, that's he, what should here's happen. Here's the big issue with me and why I think with the college sports. I think at the very least, every person on that roster should have a full ride. If you make the roster, you should have a full ride for that year. If you get cut, you lose your full ride. At the very least, because like uh, the EJ from the U's, the third stringers, and they're uh, they're over there, you know, working their ass off on the field, uh, being a tackling dummy for the good players, <laughs> and then they go and try to uh, make a living other ways too, trying to you know pay for their school. Well, pay they for can't. Everything. No, they can't. They can't even get a job. Yeah, I they think. can. They, it, but if it's proven that you get anything extra out of that job at all, oh really? Yeah, you get screwed. Okay. Well, I think that would solve it. Star players, $50,000 a year. Second-tier players, $25,000 a year. Everyone else, uh, federal minimum wage. And I think that's fair. And that's low if you go to Texas. Do you see the uh, huge screen they put up in Texas? Yeah, it's like big HD, like 50-foot HD or something. Yeah, it's bigger than the end zone they have. Mm-hmm. And why do you need that? Just pay your players. At least, you know. And people don't realize how hard it is to go to morning practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to class, go to the weightlifting session, uh, go to class, go to film session, go to evening practice. You and then know? you go home and sleep and do it all over again. Then, they get yelled at. Then traveling mm-hmm. you know, on the weekends, I think it's an abomination. Now, and, and that's another thing where the living accommodations aren't that much above the regular students' living accommodations when you're uh, a student athlete. So it's not like they are scoring a lot. You know, they're, they uh, Some of them are getting... You know, free educations, which is great, but there should be a little extra in there. Dubs, I did want to get this in. Um, you had a story earlier on mm-hmm. about a guy here in Florida who is missing three limbs and was still able to beat his wife. <laughs> yes, he headbutted her. How'd that happen? Well, uh, he was. Uh, they didn't like set up the scenario that well, but uh, what what happened was he uh, got into a fight with his wife, ended up uh, getting over to her, headbutting her, and they've had the same problem with this guy with a cop. He used his one leg to kick the cop at one point too. So he has a history of violence. He tried the Hogan boot, and it just didn't work <laughs> out. <laughs> the big leg drop. All right, according to his mother. He's proving to the world that he's as good as ever. <laughs> he can beat his wife like the best of them. He has no problem. He has no arms or left leg. <laughs> he's literally a top. They call him Pogo. Exclamation point. <laughs> but um, did you see that in South uh, Australia, the government there has decided that they are going to give... The opportunity for sex hookups for the disabled. Now, I don't know if you'd read this or not. And this actually seems like something. I guess they go around to the homes or the houses, mm-hmm. and they're going to give sex hookups. But kind of like the program uh, where they're trying to name, you know, the slogan for the Jesus beer, they need a, a name for the program. You got any ideas? Banging the burdens. <laughs> How about handies for the capped? Shaming the shamed. (laughs) Climaxing for cripples. I like that one. That one could definitely work. Where it is, here you are, 
and you're trying to uh, help out the people who are disabled by giving them sex hookups. Let's go with a little 50s angle here. Mm-hmm. Whoopies on wheelies. <laughs> handies for handicapped? You just said handies for the cap. I just said that. Oh, you did? Why don't you listen? I know. And then you would laugh <laughs> instead of thinking of it later. When you actually just, when you actually just heard it. Spokes and hopes. <laughs> Pimp the limp. I like Pimp the limp. I think that could work out very well. <sighs> you think this is a good service, though? I think uh, definitely. They, who's who's going to do it? Are there handicapped people? Uh, I suppose so. They're bringing in uh, trained professionals. Well, they co- actually hold on. Let me see the here on the story. No, it is trained professionals. Good. It is female sex workers and male sex workers. <laughs> Sign me up, buddy. Humping the have-nots? Oh. <laughs> could, you, could you call it that? The never will be. <laughs> well, you got to do something that all encompasses, like you know, everything, when it comes to uh, the program and what it could bring about. Tap the tippers. I'll lean on your crutch <laughs> or cr- crotch, whatever. Crotch, crutch. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There we go. Providing a little service. So anyway, I think everybody needs to be able to get their uh, freak on. And it's good to see that the uh, uh, South Australian government is getting it together. Uh, how about this? Loving the legless. Oh. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> Does it make you feel bad that they're getting ass and you're not and you got all your appendages? And then some. <laughs> yeah, you get just a little bit extra. Namely those triceps. <laughs> Well, I'm a man. Ed in the 3 2 1. Hey, how about intercourse for the infirmed? All right, that's a good one. I think that would could uh, uh, help. How about feel up for the atrophy? <laughs> oh, uh, the wild hawk in the 813. Uh, how about the short bang bus? <laughs> Jesus. I've, uh, I've seen those videos, and I think that one <laughs> works. Thank you, wild hawk. I hate those videos. Uh, no, they're always a lot of fun. All right, let's take a break, come back. I'm going to tell you about one of the videos I watched. Oh, go ahead. Tell me real fast. Um, I was watching some internet porn, as usual. Not and, uh, Matt, you might want to hear about this one. This one was very sexy and uh, scary at the same time. Um, there's these videos, and I'm sure they're all set up, but of a guy. He sneaks in to a girl's room while she's sleeping. And, like, you know, sneaks her pants down while she's sleeping and does stuff to her. I got that. Do you? I got that video. Hold on. Is it uh, is the chick called Taylor Bow? I probably. There's a few of them. I have that video. And, <laughs> so uh, dirty. I have the whole entire series. I have a password to that site. Nice. And, uh, and uh, I can give it to you. I, I've been, I've been, I, I was watching it, and I'm like, wow, this is really hot. But if I was a chick, I'd be frightened right now at what I'm watching. Right, here's some more that are pouring in. Ass for amputees. <laughs> L Train doesn't want me to say it, but Nookie for no legs. Blockbuster in the 407. Goodwill humping. No. <laughs> All right, you're, you're a winner. Hold on. It's the Hideout Row Radio. Coming back with the open door, 104.1. Romeo, Romeo, where's your PT, Romeo? Friday night in the Hideout, and the heretics are here. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm sweating in here. There's so many people. Yeah. Uh, you got to check it out on Real TV, Real Radio.fm. Uh, the Heretics, Heretics here in full effect. 
Wow, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to do an ear rape roundup a little bit later on because I know the heretics are uh, very, um, very into Active. that. Yeah, they got a lot going on. But first, I feel like we need to tell some stories um, <laughs> from the Monster Cruise. Uh, now I know. Now here's the thing. Um, last week we were gone, uh, like Thursday and Friday, and we also took this uh, Monday off because we went on the Monster Cruise. It was such an amazing time, and I thank those boys from the Monsters in the Morning. And um, what was awesome about it is the Heretics who went. It was myself and my chick, Chick Fil A John, and his brother John Locke. Mm-hmm. Also, too, there was EMSTD and uh, massage therapist Kimmy who ended up winning her cabin. Uh, Garrett, uh, from Irrational, our buddy, who has quickly become one of my better friends, and also EJ from the U. So those were the heretics representing. Then the Monster Militia crew and the Monster fans, and we met some guys on this, uh, cruise who have become friends and, uh, also heretics, too. And we're gonna introduce you to them, Dubs. Dr. Hitler is here. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, Lone Wolf is here. Uh, our buddy, uh, Sean. Just a lot of guys and a lot of stories to be told from the Monster Cruise. Maybe from the heretics perspective. And even a couple that I wanted to hold on to until some of them came in. So we'll get to a lot of that. Actually, maybe even right now. The first one I'd like to start with is if I could get the massage therapist Kimmy and Chick-fil-A John to come sit down. Thank God. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, what's interesting about this, Dubs, is for the longest time, apparently, Kimmy has had a crush on Chick-fil-A John. Uh, he looks happy. Yeah. Yeah. He does not want to sit. <laughs> we won't talk about everything. Oh, let's let's. Yeah, let's, let's talk about it all. Yeah, get it out. But it let was, it breathe. It was it was very interesting how on the trip, oh. Kimmy kept throwing herself all over Chick Fil A John. <gasps> I mean, <laughs> it would be twelve thirty in the like in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she would have already had, like, four drinks of these doubles of the specials. And we're sitting around watching football, and her hand is in his crotch. (laughs) And he looks like he's about to get raped. Yeah. Just cowering. It's what I do. And, you know, children walking by. doesn't matter, because it's in the middle of the afternoon. There was one point... There was one point where it got so drunk, and we were at the pizza buffet... That I told Chick Fil A John, huh? dude, just bang her already so she'll mm. shut up. Yeah. I've told him that before. Thank God. Yeah. And then and then Garrett from Irrational, yeah, who went around as J Dubs, yeah, who went around as J Dubs, uh, Justin Johnson, mm-hmm. the whole yeah, the whole cruise. Then tries to work his game on Massage Therapist Kimmy just because he was ready to get laid. What's the problem, Kimmy? How come you and Chick-fil-A John haven't hooked up yet? I I think I might be a little scary. Chick-fil-A John, what is it? I I think I'm scary. Not so much scary. It's I don't want to just do it once and then walk away or something. And I... 
Just talk right in. Be a man. Now, hold on. Mo. Now, here's the interesting thing. The majority of us, that's all you're looking for, is mm-hmm. for a hit it and quit it. Yeah, hit and run. Yeah, Chick-fil-A John, however, is the guy who... He's sensitive. Yeah. And for a sensitive guy, and then the massage therapist, Kimmy, who calls herself the rapist on MySpace, I don't know if that's exactly the kind of uh, couple made in heretic hell. Uh, so, Chick-fil-A John, do you see any future as far as the relationship goes for Kimmy? I don't know. Say the truth, John. Simmons wants to know if no. Viagra can solve the problem. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean, no? I That wasn't me. <laughs> that was somebody else. That's why I said Simmons. Obviously, that's not you. Yes, Bong Swap Matt. All right. Oh, no, oh, yeah, oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was Bong Swap Matt. Um, Chick-fil-A, John, is there anything we can do to spur on this heretic relationship before we ruin it later? No. Um, we can make you straight. Jesus, man. Be nice. If I could uncomplicate my life a little bit, there'd be room for other people. But right now, it's just... I can't. There's not enough room in your heart. Wow. Uh, Massage therapist Kimmy? Yeah. What does that say to you? Like, what are you thinking? Yes, very not interested. Uh, uh, Yeah. Ouch. That's pretty much what I've been getting. Um, so is this a repeat of Misfit Matt? Past few oh. years. Oh. <laughs> Angel Kimmy. Things were not what they seemed with really? Misfit Matt. So what do we do now? Do we move on and find you another heretic? Because here's what I found interesting. Here's what, and here's what I, what I find very interesting about the massage therapist Kimmy. Hmm. And we found this out on the cruise. Oh Jesus! And I, I don't know what I said. And, and very rarely do you have <laughs> chicks who are loyal. I'm but, extremely. But with the massage therapist on the cruise, like there were 10, 15 guys who wanted to hit it, who would have hit it um, at some point. Look at Lone Wolf in the corner. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, right 236. There too. There's uh, Dr. Hitler. Dr. Hitler, Sean, Seamus, anybody, I think. <laughs> they were all willing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. EMSTD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, no. Garrett from Irrational. I mean, oh, everybody was... That's a big no. <laughs> no, no. Every, no. Everybody was no. willing to hit it, and no. yet you still were loyal to Chick-fil-A John. When are you finally going to... Is this enough, or are you just going to keep uh, keep waiting? I don't know. I hate to put you on the spot. I don't know. I enjoy it. I don't know. I know you enjoy it. I want, I want uh, what I want when I want it, and then when I'm done with it, then I'm done with it. You're very sexual. At times, I I think you're hypersexual with myself. Okay. <laughs> Do you think Chick Fil A John would be good? Is that why you're holding out for it? Well, I have no idea. Really? You haven't been able to tell so far? Because I know you've groped him numerous times. Yes, I have. Wow. <laughs> Heretic love. Yes, uh, absinthe oh. coma. Uh, according to what I've read on the web boards, uh, Chick-fil-A John still holds one edge over the competition, and uh, mm-hmm. the fact that he's a farmhand and where his hand has been in a cow yes. oh. is a turn-on to Kimmy. What? I have a thing for... Cows? Uh, no, farm, farm boys. I have a thing for farm guys. And yeah. where their hands have been? No, no. Just... 
farm guys in general. She doesn't want us to reenact it, does she? Because they're mm. hot. They're strong. <laughs> Jesus. They're... All right, there's Lone Wolf again just waving his hand know, in the corner to say, hey, how about me? All right, one of the other good friends that we made, uh, and let's have him step up to the mic. Well, I hope that somehow mm. something can happen. Yeah. I know the big part for Chick-fil-A, John, is he loves coming up here in the open door, and if he did have sex with Kimmy and things didn't work out, it'd be uncomfortable. Are you willing to live with that, Kimmy? I don't see why it would be uncomfortable. I don't it, see, I think, as people being adults. That's... It, listen, it couldn't get any more uncomfortable than this. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. I doubt it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, we could always try. Uh, yes, you go by, uh, we'll just call you Richard. <laughs> okay, we all know what you want. $20 for you guys to make out. Come on. We know you want money. Wow. Anybody else? I got five. Come on, let's go. How about a what? $20. We're now raising for, a pot for you guys to have for you two to have a tongue kiss. Oh, I would do that for nothing. Oh. Chick-fil-A John. Oh. Giggle giggle. <laughs> no, he knows where I stand and it's all on it's all on him. You'd rather kneel though. <laughs> I guess that's the thing. Let's introduce our friend that we made on the uh, trip. Dr. Hitler. Dr. Hitler, come on up. You don't have to go on camera if you don't want to. It's up to you whether or not, especially with your name and your bong t-shirt, I guess it won't matter. Um, oh, Hold on a second. Wild Hawk has something. Wild Hawk in the 813. This is for Kimmy. What do you got? Uh, Kimmy, I'm from Texas, and I know my way around a horse. So you think somehow that's going to help as far as you being a farmhand? Uh, yeah. I don't think it will. She looks <laughs> disgusted. And she's seen you. Too bad, BK. All right, Dr. Hitler, talk right into the mic. Um, here was the interesting story about Dr. Hitler when we were out at Cozumel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there are a couple, actually. This guy's going to be a new budding star in the hideout, I really do believe. So we were out uh, on the beach at the Triple R beach party, and... Dr. Hitler hops into the ocean. He's in his Florida Gator jersey, running around in the ocean, just drunk to all hell. And he gets out, and I notice that his watch has stopped and that it's broken. And one of his buddies says something about, oh, it's been broken forever. And he's like, yeah, this is broken. I don't even need it anymore. He mumbled something to those effects, took the watch off, and threw it into the ocean. Now, I have heard a story about the significance of that watch. What is that significance, Dr. Hitler? A buddy of mine spent a couple years in Iraq. <clears throat> he uh, got hit in an ambush at like uh, 12.30, 12.45 in the afternoon and uh, died like 10 minutes later. So uh, he, his girlfriend actually sent me the watch. And I've been wearing it for like, what would you say, about two years now? Yeah, as long as I've known these guys, it's been two or three years. I've been wearing it for a while now, and uh, it's now been released to the Caribbean. Yeah. And you thought you were Greg Maddox for some reason. Yeah. I did. I did. I was trying to, I was trying to break a speed record. Yeah. Now, now, listen, now listen to this. The heretics look around at each other in shock <laughs> after hearing a story like that. Did you know at the time what you were doing? Do you even remember throwing the watch into the Caribbean? All right, here's the deal. So we get to the beach. It's forty dollars all you can drink. Yes, uh, out of the rust. <laughs> There's a photo of it too. There's uh, the rust triple R. Uh, As you beach walk party. in, there is a bar. They mm. got margaritas lined up on the top. So I drink one. I grab it. I realize there's a bar another 50 feet away, so I finish it. Mm-hmm. Walk up to the bartender. He's Mexican, doesn't speak a lot of English. Yeah. I said, make me something strong. Uh-huh. Turn around and start talking to a friend of mine. 
grab it, down it, have like four or five more in the course of 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, seriously. Then maybe some pharmaceuticals got bought legally, illegally in Mexico. We yeah. don't want to go there. It that, happens. That's the other story, too, of Dr. Hitler, who went to a pharmacy, didn't have a prescription, but met a guy named Luis, who for $10, a uh, dollar a pill. Then later on... He is now officially a doctor in Mexico because for 18 bucks he bought a script pad. Anybody so, needs any surgery? I'm okay with that. We just got to go to Cancun. Yeah, that's the only thing. So um, you're so hammered, like 20 drinks, three hours in, that you throw your dead buddy's watch that he was wearing when he died in Iraq into the ocean. The last thing I remember is being in the water talking to Dirty Jim and uh, then being on the boat wondering the halls. That was at 1.45. So there's about six, seven hours that you completely lost in between there. Every story you tell is new to me. Yeah. Wow. And that's how great this you trip don't, was. You don't remember anything you yelled? No. Oh, that's the oh, other thing. That's oh, why it's Dr. Filipino Hitler. abortions. I remember oh, that. Yeah. But that was the first night. Yeah, yeah, that was the first night. He kept yelling Filipino abortions. Then we're sitting in this big tent where it was a buffet, where it was um, open bar, and he starts yelling the K word, the yeah. racial slur for a Jewish person. As mm -hmm. now, I'd rather not say it. Uh, he starts yelling that word as loud as he can, even to the point where Matt Albert yeah. gets uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I managed to at do that I, twice in two days, and yeah. I'm very proud of that. Like, at least I don't yell it. Yeah. I mean, I don't say it at all. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So anyway, there are a few of our buddies that we met on the Monster Cruise. Dubs, we'll take a break, come back. we got some games. we got the air rape roundup. we got a lot still to do in the hideout. Open door. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Friday night in your open door. Heretics are here, sponsored by Taco Bell, providing vouchers for the heretics. Taco Bell, the bell is open late, 1 a.m. or later. Tame the late night hunger beast. Take it to Taco Bell. Uh, we, we just told, That's the hunger beast. Yeah, we just told the story of uh, heretic Dr. Hitler and him throwing his uh, dead buddies. Watch this, this watch. Why don't you go and throw that in Lake Eola? Um, <laughs> this watch. <laughs> I guess your buddy's on the phone. I don't know. That's what it says here on the board. Hey, who's that guy, Doctor Hiller? You guys got around there? He threw my watch away. Why did he do that? I'm so messed up. <sighs> It really was. I've, uh, I'm just so upset with you, Dr. Hitler. Gazoo, is this you? No, it's not. I'm just really upset with Dr. Hitler. Stop it. Stop touching me. The, uh, the, the, hand, of, the hand of Peter in heaven is, is, is slapping me, and it, it's, it's really bad right now. Chunks, take the phone away. No. What? It's Dr. Hitler's friend. Why did you throw my watch away? I'm so mad. Hang up. I'm, so, I'm so upset right now. Hang up. Why? It is. It's in poor taste. Hang up. It's not even funny. Hang up, Gazoo. Is it really? Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. You're an awesome guy, Dr. Hitler. <laughs> Why does he sound like Jimmy Stewart? I'll I'll get you I'll get you a watch. I, I'm sorry, that was in poor taste. I feel really bad now. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I thought you were just gonna go to a dial tone when he said he was online. Are you gonna <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you gonna hang up? Gazoo? Oh yeah, I am. I'm, I was just sorry to Dr. Hitler. Hang up. Okay. Okay, I'm hanging up right now. It does work for free. Well, 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 it's 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 
It's too bad I'm dead right now. <laughs> Seriously? Oh. Seriously. Come on. Oh. What the hell? All right, hold on. Hold on a second. I think we punish. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that was an... Do you want to try out the next Helmet of Pain stunt? Well, Dubs, that's what I was going to say. Let's try out the current one that's on the table. Mm -hmm. um, helmet of Pain. Here's what we were going to do for the Helmet of Pain. Now, Drunky the Bear lost in the first uh, weekend of the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Whoever has the fewest points at the end of the Fantasy Football Weekend, which you can see on RealRadio.fm, they will have to stunt from the Helmet of Pain. Helmet of Pain. Dubs, what do we have in the Helmet of Pain? Do you have a... Uh, I got the list somewhere here. Hold on one second. Uh, the one that was drawn for this week is the toilet seat junk drop. Yes. That is where you you put your junk mm -hmm. on the bowl and then you drop the toilet seat so that it slams. Yeah. The other things on there are belly darts, six inches in the can, which is a big bucket of chum. You put your six, uh, your face uh, six inches in there and uh, leave it in there for about 30 seconds. Barefoot bar mat shot, which is with Drunky the Bear's uh, barefoot. Nad shot, self-inflicted. Baby gator earrings and nose ring. Um, Fermunda cheese, where you stick a big block of cheese between uh, your backside and let it melt and then eat it. And... Oh. Rip off your baby toenail. All right. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm thinking, Jay Dubs. Because we're going to have to do the other one, the junk drop later. I say we roll with either the self-inflicted nad shot. Well, I think it's coupled with a nad shot from Dr. Hitler, too. Or... Ripping off a baby toenail. Oh, <laughs> seriously. No. Oh. Get Gazoo in here. We can make him headbang and see if his neck Um, get Gazoo, get in here. Hurry up, douche. Why did he hop back on phones? He should be banned from any phones. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh. Well, I don't know why that was funny to me. Coming in like Owen Hart. <laughs> yeah. Falling from the ceiling. Now, I know. <laughs> better believe it, Matt. You better believe it. <laughs> What's that mean, Kazoo? I see here. I know that Bong Swat Matt hates this kid with a passion. Why? Bong Swat's the king of the heretics. I see just on the board that he hates him. Hold on a second. J Dubs. J Dubs in the 407 here in the hideout. Go ahead, J Dubs. J-Dub? Hello? Line two? Yeah, you. Yeah. Am I on? You're on. All right. That's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> Gazoo, do you realize what you did was in poor taste? I'm sorry. Why, was... why are you saying it to me? Do you see the friends there? I'm sorry, man. And they're specifically Dr. Hitler? I, I know. Was... Who's obviously a tasteful guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think this guy's awesome. I just typed... I don't know. I thought it'd be funny at the time. It was kind of like one of those impulse things. He just wanted to do it. But all right, just like me wanting to slit your throat. <laughs> impulse. Mm-hmm. Right, here's okay. what. I, you get your choice. All right. Helmet of pain. These are in the helmet of pain stunts for the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Okay. You can you can choose which one you want. Want all of them? 
Yeah, go ahead and list them all off, Dubs. Belly darts. Six. In, well, some of them we we need time to set up for. So basically, what you have to choose from what we have is uh, nad shot, self inflicted, toilet seat junk drop, or ripping off your baby toenail. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, Matt. Matt says he has to hide a pen. Oh God. Backside, like it's a tail. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Lone Wolf offering up his pen. Yeah, Jesus. Then you have to write your name with it. Yeah. Yeah. Then you, then you have to write an apology letter to Dr. Hitler and his friends. It's your call, brother. What do you want to do? You want to rip off the toenail? You want to hit yourself in the junk and then have Dr. Hitler hit you once, too? I think Dr. Hitler I think I'll do the, um, the hit and the nuts junk. Yeah. That, I'll junk. do that one. <laughs> That's a conjunction. Yeah. Okay, so why don't you... Golly, I hate you. Um, <laughs> I love you, Hefe. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have the camera on? Yeah, he's on him. All right, it should be on him. Why don't you stand up? You, you guys are actually doing this? Or I thought it was just like, you know, just ha-ha, funny, funny, like Gazuga. Mm. Yeah. Why don't you stand up? Okay. <laughs> All right. Look straight into the camera. And this has to be approved by all of us, so yeah, make sure you do it well. Especially Dr. Hitler and his friends. Here's what you need to do. I'll show you. You stand up. You put your fist right out in front. He's flinching. You put your fist right out in front. Then we're going to say, ready, set, mo. Don't do it yet. Because then you'll have, if you do it now and you ruin it, you'll have to do it again. Okay. As soon as we say, ready, set, mo, you punch yourself as hard as you can in your, uh, in your jump. And we're going to be watching, and we have video of it. You cannot go to the side or go too far down. And it has to be strong enough and hard enough that we all hear it. Because do you realize... Well, hold on for two seconds. Do you realize what you did? I know. This guy is an awful enough human being for throwing away the watch. Well, he's not throwing away in the first place. But he had some remorse. And these are friends here who were ashamed of him. But here you are doing... Calling in as a guy who served our country. I hate you. No, shut up. There's no more I think about it, the more I'm pissed off about it. I say toenail. I say he ripped off toenail. No, I got him ready. Alright, are you ready? Whoa, 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 time out. Can we get bomb swap to do it? There's some real hatred there. Alright, oh no, no, no. Alright, you're just one self inflicted shot. And then one from Doctor? I don't know if we need to have Doctor Hitler do it. He did throw a watch. I mean it is all his fault to be honest with you. I, you know, one more thing, too. What's up? Cover your eyes. Yeah. It just adds to the, you know, embarrassment. <laughs> so cover your eyes with one hand. Can I? That's, no. I, I, just I'm, like, really do it. I'm going to, like, freak out good, and run in circles good, good. and spit from the mouth if I close my eyes. Oh. Uh. All right, fine. Keep your eyes open. Hand out. Are you right-handed? <laughs> You're left-handed? All right, we got it. Everybody see this on Real TV on RealRadio.fm? Self-inflicted nad shot. I'm gonna say ready, set, and then hit this. Mo. And then you gotta do it. Okay. Ready. Set. Nobody curse after he does it. Mo. Oh my God! Oh! <laughs> 
Kill the mics, kill the mics. Well, unfortunately, there was a bad word in studio after... Expletive. Yeah, after uh, Great Gazoo hit himself in the junk, which I believe will be approved by the heretics as a completely acceptable shot. (laughs) It was loud. Yeah. Good stuff. Thud. A nice hollow thud. <laughs> I can't even see him. He's bent down. Uh, yeah, no, there your he is. mic is You're, off, idiot. Yeah. Do you have real TV up? He's about to do it. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 yeah, the real TV's on like a 15-second delay, so. He just, just did have. it. It was bad. <laughs> he's so bent over, and he doesn't look like he knows where he is. He looks like he's just come back from war. That's why he, and he's he always has that thousand-yard stare. Just hiding in the corner, basically, like shivering. <laughs> Oh, now wow. on real TV, he's holding onto the table in pain. He's getting yelled at for something now. Looks I bad. think he may have said something else bad again, but luckily the mics are completely cut. Yes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Really? I think, think so. I thought I, it was pretty far off mic, so I couldn't tell exactly who it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who? Oh, you are? No, we are playing this music till the dump comes back, and it's taking a really long time for some strange reason. You sound crystal clear through my headphones. I thought you were on the air. That's silly. How long does it take for the the dump to ramp back up? All right. Wow, wow, wow. Can I leave, please? No, because you cursed... Just like Manhole did after his stunt. Punish. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. What? Talking in the mic, stupid. If um, if uh, uh toenail. No, Doctor Hitler. If he wants to do it to me, he can do it. If if he if he really feels the the rage and. Oh. You're gonna lose one. You know, I think he's one of those guys that enjoys the stomping. Like that's what your thing is. Are you part Japanese by chance? You want a glass table? Die! I'm gonna head out of here. Okay, I'm gonna. Go no, back. you're not going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna head out of here. Talk about the pain. What was the pain like, other than the cursing, dummy? It, it it was like um, did would the heretics agree that that was a satisfactory oh, yeah. self-inflicted? Yeah. Some of you guys. The reaction the reaction was too good for it not to be satisfactory. I hope everyone saw it on real TV because you didn't hear it because we dumped that of 15 seconds. Yeah, yes, bong swap, Matt. That one over. There. Um, yeah, I think it was a good shot, but he kind of disrespected his dead friend like three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't, eye for an eye, you know. Uh, and there's only two that he hit. I'm yeah. sorry his dead friend felt that Stop. way. Stop! Okay. Oh, oh, no. What's wrong with you? It wasn't me. I'm serious. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Dr. Hitler. Do it. Cup check. You don't have to punch him. <laughs> But give him a nice cup, Jack. I'm sorry about this. Oh, you... <laughs> Did he curse again? Dump it. No. All right, I dumped it just in case. Hold on. Good Lord. Wow, we had to dump again because Love of the great gazelle. <laughs> Douchebag. I need to swear twice in one segment. 
So, so J-Dubs, what are you doing this weekend? Uh, absolutely playing? nothing. I'm just going to sit here and listen to this music. I think I'll do the same thing. That and Actually, there's two H- new episodes I have. Oh, H-57 Hootie? Yeah, I think I'll take some of that and uh, work out. I've turned into chunks. Kill me. I definitely yeah. won't work out this weekend. It's because you're not on H-57 Hootie yet. Yeah. What's going on in there? There's like Something. clapping. <laughs> clapping going on in... And Gazoo is sure, yeah. everyone to you be are. quiet. <laughs> I'm still hearing yelling. Yeah. Hmm. Soundproof booth. I think Gazoo needs to be punched in the chest as hard as he can so he can't say anything. Heart punch. Heart punch. Knock the wind out of him so there's no room to curse. I like to punch him so hard the air comes out of that huge head. Deflate him a little bit? That would be one hard punch, though. I don't know if anyone's that strong. Be back. What happened? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No dump yet. Yeah, it's taking forever today. I don't know what's going on. I think it might be the music. Why would the music make any difference? Because I think it's easier to ramp up when there's uh, blank space. No, there isn't. I don't know. What are you talking about? You've gone insane. Oh, check a dump out of you. All, All right, here we go, Dubs. <laughs> All right, I have a great idea. Actually, I don't have it. Pedro has it. And I think this would be nice, considering if the heretics uh, would like to uh, oblige. I love that music, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, It's perfect. Pedro, our comedian friend, um, says, I say line them up at the wall and have the heretics toss their shoes and sneakers across the room at them like a heretic stoning. (laughs) That... Is for not being able to control your mouth. Are you going to talk into the mic? No, don't let him. I'm sorry, Hefe. That's right. All right, turn your mic off. I just don't know what I'm going to do. Turn your mic off. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to take a break and come back. I say we put them up against the wall, and it's a heretic stoning with their sneakers. I don't know if you guys are down with that. And the other thing that came up, too, is Lone Wolf has his dip cup. Oh. That I guess... I don't know if people want him to drink from that. Has a couple. I'll eat dog food. I'm not going to do that. What's wrong? No, dog food. That's healthy. There's nothing there. Yeah. I say we do heretic stoning next. I say we don't. Unless you can think of something better during the break. You have the opportunity. Okay, okay, okay. I'll I'll do it. If, if they want to. You'll drink the dip cup? No, no, I ain't doing That's that. That's what I said. Oh, no, no, no. 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 The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. LOL. 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 Hi, welcome back into the hideout. We're ready on 104.1 Friday night. Open door policy here. Chick's hanging out. Surly. Oh, yeah. These, uh, these guys are ready to go. Uh, open door policy sponsored by Taco Bell. We do it every Friday night from 10 to 11 or the last show of the week, last mm-hmm. hour of the week. Providing the uh, heretics with vouchers from Taco Bell. Insomnia has its advantages because Taco Bell is open late. I hope you're watching on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. First of all, so you can hear everything, because there's been a record number of dumps in the last three days on this show. Um, the last few, because of our own staff, mm-hmm. loosely said, our intern. 
By the way, for those of you on Real TV, we just did a little special for you during the commercial break. What was going on? We went from Lone Wolf Spit Cup up to a picture of Lone Wolf smiling with those, a dip in his mouth. Those pearly blacks. <laughs> 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 Gotta keep him away from the black pearl. <laughs> And uh, that was a little special for you guys on uh, on Real Radio FM and Real TV. All right, here's what I think we should do. Because first of all, we punished Gazoo for making an awful uh, call in poor taste to one of the new heretics, Doctor Hitler. Um, hold on, Turtle wants to say something. Turtle in three, two, one. What do you got, Turtle? Yo, Hefe, how you doing, man? All right, what you got, buddy? Hey, um, I, I was tattooing, man. I missed it. Uh, could you do it again? Oh, the cup check? All right, cool. Uh, yeah, no problem. Yeah, Because I... <laughs> you look it up. Uh, here's what I want to do. We need to punish him for not being able to, you know, keep from swearing on the radio. Mm-hmm. So Pedro Lima, our comedian buddy, came up with a good idea of a heretic stoning. So what we are going to do is we're going to take Gazoo into the green room so we don't scuff up the walls here in the studio. We're going to take him into the green room. He's so flinchy right now. Uh, we need to see if we can angle it, because someone can hold the door open, and you may be able to angle, because we're going to put him against this wall. Any heretics who would like to go in there and throw your shoes <laughs> at the Great Gazoo is a stone. Everybody's going back. Matt, Matt's also going to call in, too. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, God. One of, our buddies, one of our buddies brought in his moon boots tonight. That was lucky. <laughs> Gazoo? What's up, man? Go, go get against the wall. Oh, you want me to do that now, or <laughs> would you rather wait till 11:02? No, but I just want to make sure everyone gets in there. I want to know. I want to know how many people are doing get it. Get over there. Okay. Where? On the wall, Matt Chunks will set it up for you. Spread them. Hurry up. Now, how should we do it? And by the way, do not swear in there either, dumbasses, because uh, we yeah. are on there. By dumbasses, I mean Chunks, Matt, and Gazoo. <laughs> That's the only problem we have is with our own staff. Yeah, the heretics are good and well-behaved. Matt. Hey, hello? Are you There you are from four feet away. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I just wish we could have a wireless mic so we could do this. One correct. wireless mic. That's all we ask. At one point. All right. Now, do we have it lined up on real TV? Does it look okay? I know that we got Dirty Howie manning the camera. <laughs> That's... He throws up the devil horns. Tell them to make sure all the lights are on. Yeah, turn up the lights in there so that we can see it. Dirty Howie, by the way, in his blank me, I'm white trash, Confederate hat, and I'm proud to be white, vest. Standing next to Heretic TL and Big Hands. Yes, uh, Action Coma. I would just like to point out that Lester Big Hands has a giant orthopedic boot in his hand prepared to chuck at Gazoo's head. Right, Not Matt. that it's a hard target to miss. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. All right, is everything lined up? Is everybody against one wall and uh, everybody else against the other to throw at Gazoo? That's not a long way away. Oh, everyone's going to throw it once? I think all at once. All right, everybody, get Every- in the firing row. Everybody- I don't think one at a time. It just needs to be all at once. Yeah. All right. All right. Get everybody, you ready? Rib. You ready, guys? All right, ready, one. set, Mo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like someone fell down from. What the hell was that? What's he yelling back there? What's the problem, Gazoo? 
They all threw their shoes at me. Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, that was the bit. <laughs> what's, what's with the shot? That was what was going to happen to you. That That's messed up, man. No, it's not messed up. It's just, it's deserved the way you uh, spoke awfully about a, uh, a veteran. Justice? <laughs> I am justice. I, I, I Shut stand up. Get out of here. You're like Go Tuttle away. with no wit. Yeah, he is. He's an unfunny Tuttle. You cannot improve. <laughs> I am funny. Get out of here. <laughs> I am. Do you want to get slapped? Say That's not funny. funny. That's black. Say something funny. That's big and black. What the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> big hands grabs him. Get out of here. Go away. Jesus. Go away. <laughs> What the hell is that kid's deal? I don't know. His comeback was, he's not funny, he's black. And what does that even mean? I don't know. Well, he's partly true. Dumb faggot. Stop I mean, that. I mean that, with, I mean that with all due respect. No, stop with that. What uh, could you possibly have to add, not Hefe? <laughs> does anybody else look at him and see a lost dog? Huh? When they see Shut him? up! Oh, my God. Radio Jihad. Why don't you talk? Wow. Thanks for adding that. Hey, really quickly, <laughs> I do want to kick a shout out. Our uh, one of our best heretics, Dennis, is here. What the hell is that? Get out of here! It's crazy. You can't do that. Yes, I can. Hey, Chris, get away, bitch! What is he doing? I think you should take a swing at me. I think you should take a swing at me. Not. I'm not at you. Oh, what is he doing? I can't look at him. I can't either. I'm so embarrassed for him and the show. Oh. And to think that was the cream of the cop. We're a crop. We actually turned away other interns. He's the one who made the cut. Well, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Guinness's sister who uh, he brought in tonight. Hello. Guinness looks very scared. I think he's coming back. She is cute. Yeah. She's, uh, are you seeing anybody? Not yet. <laughs> Matt? Do you like guys oh, that look like big babies? Perchance. Are you injured? I heard you, I heard Guinness, you and your sister have a racist grandfather, so Matt's out of the question. Oh. All right, so that's a, that's, a, that's a shaking of the head, yes. Come on. Or it could be a, I want to rebel, no. Yeah. Mm. So they're always... Gazoo's over here trying to push open the door. Chunks is... <laughs> What's going on? I don't know. He's trying to break down the door. What are you doing over there? I guess Gazoo wants something more. That was the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was like a gay leprechaun. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? Holy Christ! Quit you. What's his problem? <laughs> Oh, He's the oddest person I've ever met. That was a snapshot from Gary Glitter's house. Oh. <laughs> all right, heretics, good job tonight. I, we didn't get to the A-Rape Roundup. I promise we'll do it Monday, all right? We got a whole bunch of good stuff the heretics have been working on, so we'll do it then. Um, 
right, tomorrow, the Soul Brother Kevin from 2 to 4 at the Auto Nation tent sale being held at the Seminole Town Center in Sanford. See that? Then during SBK Live, join Daniel and Blackbean from 9 to 11 at Slow and Low Barbecue in Cocoa Beach as they celebrate their two-year anniversary. Don't forget about Heretic Hoop It Up. That is going on tomorrow, 11 a.m., Red, uh, Red Bug Lake Road Park. Details for that on hideoutheretics.net. Also, too, um, you can see um, you can see clips. I bet you'll probably see this before the uh, end of the weekend, uh, all that transpired here tonight. Oh, one wanna... last thing. USA! 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 Fullblownage.com. Uh, uh, SBK Live tomorrow. Wake up with the Monsters of the Morning. Shannonburg Middays. Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Row Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Be somebody always talk good in McCain in 08. Question oh, wow. everything and stay classy. We go party at the undisclosed location. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.